Hello, and welcome back to the spookiest podcast, mm-hmm. the underappreciated movie podcast, where we talk about horrifically bad movies, or horrifically great movies. And sometimes we talk about Scooby-Doo. I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. John. I'm Tony. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. I have action adventure. Normally we pick movies from our genre that people aren't too kin to, but... Too kin? Sure. But this... <laughs> Being Halloween uh, Halloween month, we try to pick darker movies. So when I think bend the rules a little bit on the uh, yeah. genres, leading to today's pick on the podcast is John's pick, the scariest, darkest movie ever. Oh crap! That is listed as an action comedy fantasy. Uh huh. Medea I... goes to church. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh. He really I did not expect movie. that. He really did not expect that. Medea didn't go anywhere. What is no. the scariest movie you ever saw? Showgirls. <laughs> no, really, what's the scariest you've ever... I don't know. Uh, this is 1989's Ghostbusters 2. Boom. Now, <laughs> this movie has a 55% on the tomatoes that are rotten. It might be The Exorcist. I okay. think that's the most terrifying thing I've ever seen. Awesome. Uh, 6.6 out of 10 on IMDb. Or something like I didn't like look dolls. up the Metacritic. Because um, I got 55 on Rotten Tomatoes. It's, not, it's about the same. I looked at it. Doesn't matter. We're Hold in. On. Hold on. Hold on. Vamp. Vamp. It's 56. Boom. This movie had a budget of money. Mm. Is that correct? $25 million. Really? 25, yeah. It's an estimated $25 million budget. And it made worldwide. And it's not, not made much money. The, the actors then. They couldn't have. Unless, Unless they all they got... took points on the back end. Right. Yeah. Because it made $215 million. <laughs> that seems low for as many special effects as are in this movie, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. I mean, this... Today, seems... this movie would cost $250 million. <laughs> <laughs> and it might not look much different. <laughs> yeah, it would. I would hope they would do a little bit better. It would have Megan, what's her name? Um, Leslie Jones. <laughs> yeah, that looks I can't terrible. remember who else was in there. <laughs> I don't think it's necessary to shit on that movie. It's not very good. Yes, but I don't think we need to shit on it and talk about it. It's fine. Just move on. There's lots of movies that aren't very good. We watched Scooby-Doo last week for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I liked it, but nobody else did. It's fine. This is directed by Ivan Reitman. Mm. Yeah. What else did he direct? <laughs> Ghostbusters. A lot of stuff. <laughs> Stop or my mom. No, he, he was a producer and Stop or my mom will shoot. He's a welcome back to the like, podcast. Really? Mm. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. This is the wrong. For some reason, I picked look, picked him up and it said Ghostbusters Afterlife. I'm like, that wasn't him. That no, was, that his, was son. his son. Who's in this movie? So IMDb is fucking me on this. You got to scroll through his producer credits. Ah, we'll worry about that later. Mm-hmm. Right- the last movie that Ivan Reitman directed uh, before he passed. Well, he did this weird 40 Years of Stripes with Bill and Ivan thing. But was Draft Day, which is a football movie starring who? Kevin Costner. Yes. Hmm. He also did No Strings Attached, which um, is not, which John and I have said is not the superior film of these movies. This is uh, Natalie Portman and Ashton Crutcher, where they're friends with benefits. Uh. But the better superior movie movie is Mila Kundis and Justin Timberlake, which is friends with benefits. I think it's actually I haven't called. Seen either of those. He also did My Super Ex Girlfriend. Welcome back to the podcast for Evolution. <laughs> um, 
He did Kindergarten Cop and Twins. Oh, that's right, he did Twins. Mm-hmm. And Stripes, such a good movie. I love Stripes. This movie was written by Dan Aykroyd and Hal Ramis. Mm. Mm-hmm. We'll get back to them in a minute. Yeah. Because they're great. And it's starring Bill Murray, <clears throat> who you might know from such little ditties as The World Aquatic, The Life Aquatic, Steve Zazu. That is a movie Lost I don't in translation. Get. I've, I've watched it to try. It was also in a thing called Caddyshack. Yeah. Welcome back to the podcast for Scrooge. <laughs> I feel like that movie is like um, that uh, the Tenenbaums. They're mm-hmm. they're movies. I just I Not just don't day. get them. I don't understand why everybody thinks they're so funny. He was also in Groundhog Day. I, I didn't get uh, Ground- He was great in Zombieland. I think yeah. Groundhog Day is his best movie. Bill Murray's. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think Ghostbusters. Yeah, but that's an ensemble movie. Groundhog Day, he is the clear star. Okay. And he's that's welcome back. To also starting... Right? Yeah, yeah, he said it. Oh. Sorry. Also starring Dan Aykroyd, who also mm-hmm. wrote this, who you know from Blues Brothers, mm-hmm. Nothing But Trouble, Blues Brothers 2000. Nobody knows him from Nothing But Trouble. That movie Caddyshack is trash. 2. Is, trash. <laughs> is he in uh, Caddyshack 2? Yeah, he's got a cameo in it. What's Dan uh-huh. Aykroyd's best movie? Gross Point Blank. I, I don't remember that movie. It's good. I know I have seen it. I do not remember that movie. It's a good movie. Mm. But he's uh, been in quite Maybe a... Blues Brothers. I think Blues Brothers are probably my favorite of his. I'm just trying to, like... Or maybe um, Great Outdoors. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a bunch he's, of... He's in, uh, what's it called, for five minutes uh, at the end of... Um, God damn it. Chris Farley and David Spade, maybe? Black Sheep? No, the other one. Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy. He's Zelensky. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sigourney Weaver, who we all know and love from... He's also an evolution. Yeah. He was the governor. Oh, that's right. right. We all know from Dave. Mm-hmm. Welcome back from... Uh, Avatar, Alien, Gorillas in the Mist. Aliens. And she was in Alien Resurrection, uh, Alien, Aliens, Alien 3, Alien... Yes. <laughs> She's all the aliens. She's been in a lot of Alien movies. She's a strong female character. Yeah. She's a great actress. She is. I can't my think of girl. it. No, Schwarzenegger wasn't in my girl. I was Dan no, Aykroyd. I'm looking at Dan Aykroyd's movies, and I said, "Oh no, I know what his best movie is. It's The Great Outdoors." Why am I even looking? I said The Great Outdoors a while ago. Maybe you. Were I listening. know, but I was looking through his IMDb. Mm-hmm. So we said Harold Ramis mm-hmm. is also a. Oopsie! I hit the wrong button. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Harold Ramis wrote a lot of stuff, but yeah, he's a good writer. For acting, he's it was in Stripes, Ghostbusters, Groundhog Day, Knocked Up, as good as it gets. Yeah, I should watch that the other night. Ghostbusters Afterlife, he had a cameo, <laughs> which was <laughs> which was a little weird. Mm-hmm. And he also wrote Analyze This, like he did. Yeah. Wow. But you like that movie? I do like that movie. I like that movie a lot. Let's do it on the podcast. Um, also starring Rick Moranis. Welcome back to the podcast from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Oh, Little Shop of Horrors. Little, Little Shop of Horrors. But he's coming suddenly. Suddenly, he's probably most known for Spaceballs. Spaceballs. That's right. We should do Spaceballs for our anniversary this year. Okay. Curly, have you ever seen Spaceballs? She's not. I know you haven't. She won't you even have... like it. She will she hate won't. it. But I uh, just—it's whatever. It's one of those movies, though. That's like. Um, uh, God damn it! I can't think of anything today. My fucking brain is gone. 
that movie that uh, Princess Bride, yeah. where it's like mm. you can't even you can't even watch the movie and and like critique it because you're just every every little line is a, you know everything every line in that movie is quotable. You know what I mean? The best scene in that movie is when they're combing the desert. <laughs> We like, ain't found shit. I like when they watch the movie that they're in oh, and, yep. re- and rewind it and fast forward and all that. When will then be now? Soon. I'm surrounded right. by assholes. It's so good. Right, What's we, wrong, Colonel Sanders? Chicken? It was probably one of the last why don't we, great parody hey, movies. Why don't we talk about that then? Okay, Let's talk saying. about now and Ernie Hudson. Uh-oh. He's so good. Welcome back to the podcast from Congo. <laughs> yes. And the crow. Yes. And the crow. Well, and the Ghostbusters 2, the board game. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> don't think I've played that. I've played that. I don't think that's a welcome back to the park. <laughs> board just... No, probably not. Probably not. But he's been in quite a few things. Yeah. He's great. He's been in a couple of... Th- he's been in some other things that we've done, too. Amy Potts, who played Janine, who mm-hmm. I everybody knows and loves from... Ghostbusters. Designing women. Uh, designing women. And designing women. She was also pretty in pink. Really? Yeah. Yeah. She was the record store owner. Oh, okay. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Peter. It's so good. Mac- McNichol- McNichols. Yeah, I was trying to talk when you were interrupting me. way. From Numbers. Allie right. McBeal. Who I was going to say I love from Numbers. Other than that, yeah, nothing to really note. Ernie Hudson has 254 wow, acting credits. So great. He was good on Grace and Frankie too. Yeah, he was. <laughs> and I think that'll about do it. Because there are a lot of except for um, Wilhelm von Hamburg, who played Vigo, who you may know from Carpathia, Die Hard. Oh. Um, let me tell you right now that he all his lines were dubbed by Max von Sydow. Oh and when shit! He saw the premiere. He was furious. That was in the um, in the trivia, and I was like, "That's fucked up, man." It is. It is. I hear so many stories though of, of actors that are like small bit parts of movies, and then they go and they're not in it because they cut them out and didn't tell them. Like, oh shit! But he has a major like. Yeah. She fucked up. They Darth Vader him. Mm-hmm. He he totally Darth Vader him. Anyway, for the best though, I mean. Don Sidow is awesome, or was awesome. What do you yeah. think going in, Carly? Never saw it. You never saw Ghostbusters 2? Nope. You were married to him. I saw the first one, and I saw Afterlife. We discussed <laughs> this before. Oh, I should like to point that out. What do you think, Tony? I was like, I haven't seen this in a long time. I don't think... It's not something I go to a lot. It's not your go-to Ghostbusters. No. So I was like, I'm kind of looking forward to watching it again. Because I haven't seen it. I probably haven't seen it in like 10 years, I don't think. Okay. I thought... I don't think this movie is very good. <laughs> I think we think it's good. But I don't think it's very good. We shall see. So sometimes when you remember movies, you go back and you're like, wow, that's terrible. It's possible that Ghostbusters 2 is that kind of movie. I thought she's going to name this just because I didn't like... Um what was that shit movie she did last week? I will never do. Look. I am not She's that attached to... <laughs> Only in my picks. <laughs> I am not that attached to Scooby-Doo the property, although I have been wanting to watch the second one because it's on Max. <laughs> I could have at any point this week, but I've been reading books instead because I much more enjoy print to uh, visual medium. To Freddie Prince Jr. All right, so 
The movie opens with Dana in a baby carriage. Mm -hmm. We're like, whoa. Doesn't it say five years later? Yes. Mm -hmm. Which is weird, because it just opens five years later. You would think that there would just... Could I just get a little flash of the Stay Push Marshmallow Man and then five years later? Mm. Or maybe a paper spinning... Ghostbusters sued or yeah. something, you know? Yeah. Ghostbusters frauds disbanded, blah, blah, blah. Well, she's talking with her building soup, and she has to get the door. She's like, hey, I'm the super, not the door, door man. man. And she's like, but don't be a dick. But you're also a nice person who's going to help me get the door. And just groceries. then, her baby carriage just... Why aren't her groceries in the baby carriage? Oscars, that is... Okay, first of all, that's a pram. It's an yes. old-style pram. It is. It's really <laughs> weird that this is the baby carriage choice that they've made, because... I, I mean, do, were people still using prams in the 80s? Not that I felt, know of, but... I mean, maybe I think were. a regular stroller wouldn't five. have gone out, so. the way that this one did. I mean, I don't know when there was a leap in stroller technology, because mm-hmm. there had to have been at some point. <laughs> it was 87. But. Yeah, but... <laughs> the great like, stroller leap. No, yeah. but like... I mean, they talk about the strollers. The strollers that we use today are not the same kind yeah, of... Like, of course. At, yes. at a certain point... The umbrella stroller became a thing, and I mean, I'm well, sure she's it wasn't. Lady, she's. But it's important. <laughs> it's a pram. It ain't just a stroller. It's a pram, and there's plenty of space in that pram for bags of groceries and that baby. Why aren't they in the pram? You're just one woman. <laughs> she's single because mom. They needed so hard. her to Loves turn Rossman away from stop. it. I know. And they needed the stroller to travel as far as it does, which would a regular stroller wouldn't. That wheels are too small. Also, <laughs> nobody tries to stop this. If somebody, if somebody's chasing a runaway baby, you know what you do? You grab that baby. Every single, I don't care where you are. Every single person would have grabbed that baby. That's true. Because it's a baby. Nobody would have just been like, "Oh no." Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's not. I mean, it's you not even. Like, it. Even if it turned out to be empty, you still would have stopped yes, it. Yes, <laughs> it's a baby. It's not even like a seven-year-old kid on the bike, which some people might just be waiting to see what happens. Like, everybody's going to help a baby. It's like a puppy or a kitten. You're going to help unless you're a serial killer. <laughs> so the baby's troller starts taking, <laughs> taking off. He's like, you guys got a head. <laughs> As we know. And it keeps on going, and no one stops it. And we see calm baby Oscar enjoying the ride. Like, I mean, like you would. <laughs> and it stops just before a bus hits it. Which would have been pretty awful. <laughs> yeah, it would be a harsh opening to but a wow. Ghostbusters movie. <laughs> they opened up with killing a baby. I Interesting. Mean, the last five years later, later. <laughs> I'll tell you what, the only movie I've ever seen a bus hit a baby carriage in is Speed, and that was full of cans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hit the music. And we start with Ecto-1 going, lights and sirens. Where are they going? Uh-oh. We have something going on. There's something strange in the neighborhood. And it's all the smoke coming out of the back of that car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Ecto has seen better days. So we, so it's Winston and Ray, and they come in. How many are there? Fourteen. How big are they? Four feet tall. Wow. <laughs> oh, it's a birthday party with little kids. Hey, kids. And they're all like, oh. Oh, man, I thought it was going to be He-Man. <laughs> And one kid says, my father says you guys are full of crap. And Ray's like, well, some people aren't ready to accept the paranormal. And, uh, and he's like, no, my dad just says you're full of crap. And his dad is Ivan Reitman. <laughs> <And> <laughs> for some reason, my notes just spun to the end because 
Mm. Shit happens. Sure does. And Ooh. Ray said, hit the music. And so they and hit the music. And it's like a little pretty box, meta because they have the Ghostbusters theme playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they saved the city. Somebody would have wrote a song about the Ghostbusters. Would they? Yes. It was the 80s. <laughs> it was the 80s. I feel like they don't really... I mean, like... The last time somebody wrote a song about a major event, I think, would be, like, perhaps the Taliban song, but I guess... The Toby Keith Taliban song? Yeah, there's a song about the a major event. Scene. I know. So maybe that'll be our closing song. Red Solo <laughs> Cup. Um, I'm just saying that people used to write about popular current events. I feel like somebody wrote a, wrote a Ghostbuster song, especially because the city ended up covered in marshmallow. Anyway, so what's the music, that? and they're playing <laughs> Ghostbusters... And they try to get a sing-along. Like, if there's something strange in the neighborhood, who are you going to call? He-Man. He-Man. Perhaps they had that when they were at their height. They had that commissioned as a, their jingle for their commercial. But then they got sued, so they never got to really use it. And now they just use it for birthday parties because they own the rights to it. But then, then they got sued by Huey Lewis in the news because this song's too close to I Want a New Drug. And that's where all the Ghostbuster money went. Because <laughs> that happened in real life. Huey <laughs> Lewis to Ray Parker Jr., I think. Well, that's kind of fucked up. When they don't make him sick? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Isn't that right? Yes, yeah. it is. When they I did not nervous. read that in the trivia. Wonder what to do. One that makes you feel the way out of it. It's, it's, it's the music. It sounds oh, really no, close. Like, it's really close. It's kind of like that Vanilla Ice and David Bowie thing. Yeah, but the Vanilla Ice song is it's fucking the same song. He's like, no, it's din 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 din. Mine goes din 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 din. It's totally completely different. different. It's like, mm-hmm. right. No, you were well, because you. when it starts playing, I'm not sure which song it is. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but I always know. I always song. know it's David yeah. Bowie. They don't play Ice Ice Baby anymore. No. Oh, sometimes right. they do on certain radio stations. They do, and <laughs> um, but I always could tell the difference between Ray Parker Jr.'s Ghostbusters song and I Want a New Drug by Huey Lewis in the News, the only news you can Well, because Ghostbusters starts with that you know what I mean? No, I... And Huey's Hey, you know what? That's already been ruled upon back then. Let's let I'm it go. I'm saying. Well, you know what? Like let's, let's sleep in dogs lie. I don't... I'm not in music court. <laughs> I don't... I can have an opinion. You got It's. It's gotta be like the... Oh, it's a little bell. Ding, ding. Winston and Ray talk about how the city turned on them after the events of Ghostbusters 1. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, well, it should happen. So they, they, basically, they basically said that they were involved in the conjuring of State Puff, who stepped on churches, obviously, and smashed buildings. So they had to be reimbursed for all the city that got destroyed, which was quite a bit, which is weird. But, hey, yeah. it's, it's what needs to happen for them to be in this situation. So we cut to Dana, who's explaining to Egon what, would really happen. what happened. Let's be real. And Egon is ca- is carrying on an experiment with the people at marriage counseling, and a kid it's with a with a rather puppy. unethical. <laughs> I mean, this, I mean, it's Egon. He, he hangs out with a guy who was doing shock therapy, yeah. and he has unlicensed nuclear accelerators on his back. So I don't know how much how many forms of cancer everybody in that a building gets, but it's a Egon lot. kind of plays fast and loose with the rules. Yeah, he's more interested in results. Right, <laughs> he's about the science, not the bureaucracy. Egon tells um, Dana, hey, he wants to bring rain on this, but she's like, that's fine, but not Peter. No, 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 we won't, we won't bring Bankman in on this. 
And then it's awesome because he's he's scanning the people mm-hmm. to get the emotions and stuff. And he goes, she goes, does he ask about me? And he's, no, never. And then he holds it <laughs> over to her and gets a reading on her. Hmm, okay. Like, he just fucks with people. He don't give a shit. Also, why would they so he was talk to Peter? for a while, and then he crosses the board. Peter was never about the science. He was all about... Peter's a monster. I love Peter Bankman, but he's a, so, he's a sociopath uh, con man. But yeah. that's why he's good for the group, though, because the rest of them are nerds that can't talk to anybody. Yeah. Egon and Ray are about the science, but Peter was never about the science. No, he didn't care. So he just wants money. Dana and Peter had a bad breakup, and she wanted to reach out to him after her marriage broke up. So we realized that Dana's had a bad run with the fellas. In the last, so it's been five years. She was with and broke up with Peter. That's one of my notes. Married is, a guy. Yeah. Had a kid with him and then broke up with him. She's in later in the movie. She's like, "Yeah, you you never asked me to marry you, and you were shitty." Da, 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 da. And I was like, "Well, they could have. If she was with that dude, we'll be nice and say she was with a dude for a year and had a baby nine months, whatever." Sure. She's only been with this dude for three years, and she's all upset he didn't marry her. It's like, dude, I mean. That's I mean, not unreasonable. In Tony rules, you have to be together for It's long. 10 years. <laughs> but, but three years, oh, tell me, is that unreasonable? No. Yeah. But I think I will say this. Uh, if you are planning to have a family, and we know that they were not 23 in the first movie, then maybe to her, if she wanted to have children... Okay. Then it was like this is taking too long. How old do you think Dana was in GB one? Twenty five in GB one. Oh yeah. I would say this is the thing. Mm-hmm. First of all, this was in the eighties, and people got married a lot sooner than like things have changed. So wanting being with someone for two years, if you're with someone for two years, you need to be engaged. Really? Yes. In mm-hmm. in eighty nine. Or 87 or whatever this was? Yes. I was 10, so. <laughs> but, but after, if somebody isn't interested. Yeah, have you been engaged at that point? Yeah, I mean, a couple times. Like, that's a long time to devote. <laughs> if you guys are not in college and dating like in college, if you have regular jobs and you're living together and it's been two years and there's no chance you're getting married, then you need to move on. Especially or, if you want to have kids. If you want to be yeah. married and have kids and you're in, and you've been in a serious relationship with someone... Because that was still, you want, the end game was get married and have kids. Now, so anyway, Peter people will just get married, a, they don't have to get TV married show, to have kids. And it's called Welcome this... <laughs> World of Psychics. Things have changed a lot. But if I was someone with someone in a serious relationship for more than two years and they didn't, it didn't seem like they want to get married, I would dump them today. Hmm. <laughs> Which so I know World is not of Psychics. Um, Bankman has World of Psychics and he has two guests on the show. And they're talking about the end of the world. Mm-hmm. This is awesome. And one says, the end of the world is going to happen on New Year's Eve. He goes, this year, yeah. You haven't thought this one out, have you? I mean, your book won't go to paperback for another year. This is really going to hurt business. And he's like, look, I have a strong psychic connection that tells me the world is going to end this year on New, New Year's, Year's Eve. So I have a question yep. related to this, because I really thought this was going to come back. It did. I mean... Kind of, but this dude didn't come back. <laughs> no, but his prediction is Yeah. And I like that they hide they a little bit of stuff in the They movie. don't super acknowledge that. Is it New Year's Eve when this yes. happens? Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah, they sing. They, they sing all in Zion. It's midnight. Yes, no, because it's started we the don't, new... We don't really see Christmas but in this movie. We don't see, talk you know, about it. You do. do they, you? they had hats on. Janos and Vigo talk about it, that Pete. that's when there's, like, it's the start of the year. At the beginning of the year, we'll start the season of evil. Peter has a Christmas tree. 
in his house. Um, I mean, Peter could... Apparently, we should have done this for Christmas. This is clearly a Christmas movie. Oh, I have something special planned for Christmas. Uh Excellent. I can't wait to see which which Shane Black opus you've gone with. But they do... They do bring it about. I know what it is. I just don't see why... Predator! Look, we should have looked at this... I, I know why this guy didn't come back, because they were just planting this little seed. But obviously, he's way more credible than this woman yes. who got the information who from was, an alien. Who was roofied and raped, apparently, or something. So, was like, what's going on? Just cheated on her husband and just make it a been. It would have been funny. The girl whose name is Elaine. <laughs> it would have been funny if, if, at the end, when they're in there, Peter was like, hey, what's his name? was right. <laughs> so, Elaine says that the world's going to end on February 14th, 2016. Valentine's Day. Bummer. It didn't, by the way. Nope. <laughs> or did it? It didn't, but... <laughs> and she was told about this from an alien who had a room at the Holiday Inn in Paramus. <laughs> you know where I'm going when I'm an the alien? Best, Paramus. <laughs> the, best, the best of this, if you watch this, is watching Bill Murray, because he's like in, on 17 walls, because he keeps looking at the camera. So he's like, this is, this is Peter Venkman going... Wow, this is stupid, but I'm making money. And then you don't know if Bill Murray's looking at you going, Wow, this is stupid. You know, because he's just like, he's, and he keeps making fun of all those guests and stuff. It's pretty cool. He's like, So your alien had a room at the holiday. She says, It might have been on the spaceship. It looked like a hotel. It might have been Right. I mean, she's right. I mean, so basically, she cheated on her hus- husband. Was, we don't hear that she's married at any point. She did say that her husband doesn't believe her. Oh, oh I'm sorry. I missed that part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's because you would not believe an Elaine that said, I had sex with an alien in the Paramus Holiday Inn. But he told me, I, I had to because he gave me this end of the world prophecy. And then you'd be like, get your shit, get out. Because that's the only acceptable response to that. Like, take your nail polish, all of it. Get back in the car. It's fine, you can take 10 minutes. Not unreasonable. Well, he had a ray, though. He used a ray. Yeah, he, it was mind control. Ray no, was it Egon? Ah! That's okay. me looking at the camera. <laughs> Shaking so, your head, but you liked it. A- after the show, Bankman spies the mayor and is like, Hey, mayor! And he gets cut off by his assistant. He's like, Hey, I, wanna- I haven't seen the mayor. I'm a real good friend of his. I want to give him a big kiss. I'm like, Yeah, we know who you are, Dr. Bankman. And he's like, Well, we got stiffed on a bill by the city. I want to talk to him about it. I'm like, Yeah, no. <laughs> We're sorry about any background noise. Um, Chael has a cone on, so he's... Yes, our, he's our, very mad about he's having it. a rough go, but he'll be our right. buddy Chael had his nuts cut off, and he's not happy about it. He hates the comb, so he likes to hit us with it. Yes. <laughs> um, so we cut to um, the museum, where we meet Janosch, who's being mean to everybody. He's like, everything you're doing is wrong. It's I love this. <laughs> and, then he, and then he spies Dana, and he's like, oh, Dana. You're doing so well. Did you use that uh, lotion that I gave you? I said, yes, Janos, it's working very well. Or maybe one day you'd like to get to lunch with me. <laughs> She's like, no. no. He's like, every day I think today's the day and you always tell me no, but I, you'll know. He asked if he has bad breath or something. Do I have and the bad like, breath? Like, no. She's like, no, I, just, I, I, don't, I don't like you, Janos. <laughs> She's just being polite to her boss. And during this scene, the Vigo painting is being brought in. And Vigo was looking at Dana. This is like a two doors wide size. This it's a life size photo of, of it's the a big ass painting. Yeah. 
So we cut to Ray's occult, where he Ray evidently has a bookstore called mm-hmm. Ray's Occult. Mm-hmm. And he and Egon are talking about Dana's problem. And Bankman comes in, and he's looking for his book, uh, Magical Paths and Fortunes to, ma- <laughs> to Fortunes and Power. He's wondering, um, hey, what are you guys doing? And Ray's like, hey, we're working on something for a friend. He's like, who? It's just a friend, someone we know. So he grabs his ears and he goes, ah, Dana Barrett, Dana Barrett. My Dana Barrett? No. 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 Not your Dana. So anyway. Sorry, I had to pull the dog back. Um, (laughs) So we go to uh, Dana's house. Rain and Egon are there. And she opens the door. And she's like, oh, hi, guys. And they come walking in. And just about she's closed the door. Bankman pushes his way in. I'm asking for the big hurt here, but here I am anyway. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, Ray and Egon go and examine Oscar and the toys and everything. And this leaves Dana and Peter to talk about... Their past? Yeah. It's like, so, why'd you ditch me? It's like, I didn't ditch you. It was when you started introducing me as the old ball and chain, and it was time to go. Oops. Yeah. We're not getting married, and you're referring to me as the ball and chain. So, the boys sweep for variances, and Dana... Um, Goes with them and leaves Peter alone to watch Oscar, which seems like a really bad He's idea. He's supposed to get a stool sample, uh-huh. which is what you make Ben do. And so you see that he's having a great time playing with the baby. And you can see, like, he's trying to manipulate the baby and doing things with it's a baby. It's actually, to me, I took it as a sad scene. It was oh. kind of sad. Why? Because he's like, uh, hey, uh, I could have been, been your dad. dad. And he's got, like, this sad face on him. And he just kind of plays with the baby a little bit, but then he kind of gets into it stuff. But for a minute there, I was like, "Oh, this is a little, this made me feel a little sad." I feel like the Peter in this movie is a much better person than the Peter. Yes. Yeah. Well, you couldn't get much worse than the Peter in the first. <laughs> That's movie, so. true. He carries Thorazine on dates. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You couldn't get he, much worse. He was some kind of predator in the first movie. Yeah. He's a much better person here, and he is good with Oscar. Right. And Dana picks up on that. Big time. So after they find nothing in the apartment and on the baby, they decide to check the street. And the four of them come outside right where the baby carriage stopped. And yes, you'll notice that none of them have Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> she has a babysitter there in her apartment. Did you see the babysitter? I didn't see a babysitter. The babysitter was with Oscar and she was practicing the cello. I didn't see that. There's a the babysitter in there. There's also a cut scene here that's interesting. Uh, while they're talking, Dana asks Egon... She's like, why does this keep happening to me? What, what's so special about me? And then t- he goes, and um, Peter's like, look, just because you turned into a dog, and then you know, or something like that. And then Egon says something like, some people are just, it's it's a part of their DNA or something. They're just attuned to this stuff, and maybe that's why it keeps happening to you or something. It was just an interesting little scene, but I can see why they cut it because it doesn't really matter. Still, I, I can see why she didn't make it to the new one. That'd have been cool. Like it was. You go to the house and it was Dana Barrett's house. She retired somewhere. I was like, motherfucker, again? Yeah. <laughs> Can't get away from it. I still want to know who Egon's wife was. Yeah. Uh-huh. Janine. No, it wasn't. You think it was Janine? Janine talked, was met with the daughter multiple times. You'd think if that was her mom, she would know. I agree, it was not Janine. Get that math checks out. <laughs> Well, Egon doesn't seem like the kind of guy who went out there for some strange. No, and obviously Janine ended up with uh, Lewis, Lewis, which is also weird. We'll get to that. It was probably some um, former student who had worked in his lab or some something. All right, well, so we're or getting a lot of or something. It was the girl that Venkman had back in the first one, <clears throat> the wow. blonde girl from Egon. Charles in Charge. 
You popular. <laughs> you stud. You it was probably dog. for science. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe it was for science. Maybe. Well, I was going to say maybe it's a sperm <laughs> donation, but she seemed to know that Egon was her dad. Anyway, so later that night we got to Egon who's cutting a hole maybe he did a favor for a friend. in the street. Yeah, with a jackhammer. And the police stop him and go, hey, totally what are you doing? And Egon passes and goes, boss. I mean, this is why we have Bankman. Yeah. Egon's not talking his way out of this shit. Bankman comes over and puts on the thickest Brooklyn accent I've ever heard. What are you doing? Who told you to stop cutting? Don't stop cutting. We wouldn't sit here. What we breaking our balls for? We're trying to work. We let you work. And this works because he's like, oh, fuck off. And Ray backs him up. Ray's not bad. But yeah, this is exactly what Peter's there for. It's like they're bringing a ball from downtown. S- <laughs> some diaper bag. This is what I've learned living with someone who likes to make up stories for fun. <laughs> you just go with it. Yeah. Whatever he's... And and Ray has learned this. You j- uh, Yes, and. It's all improv. You just go with it. You agree no matter how outlandish the story is. Especially when you're because illegally cutting a hole in the middle of fucking... I do also think it's funny, though, because this is a city where we know there are legitimate underground places that you could explore before you cut a hole in the street. <laughs> That's true. Well, but they got the high readings right here. So they I know, right but... Here. But, I mean, walking they, around under... They the could have easily found out what was under here. Yeah, and they investigated it without cutting a hole in the street. I don't know if they could easily find it. They might be able to. But I'm sure they could have consulted subway maps before they cut a hole in the street. Which maybe they did because sewage maps or, you know, something. Anyway. But but those wouldn't tell you anything. It doesn't matter. So they cut the hole in and they find an old shaft. Tell you the slime's there. And I'm not talking about Egon's penis. Whoa. There might have been an easier way in. That's what she's saying. But then we wouldn't have this fun. And they have to send someone down. They're like, yeah, someone's got to go down there. Yep. Because they're not right. And we cut to Janos, who's touching up a painting of Vigo. And lightning shoots out of the painting. And Janos is like, woo, 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 woo. He does turn into a cartoon minute for a second. <laughs> and Vigo, the painting, comes alive, which freaks out Janos. Mm-hmm. Of course. As it well, should. He, he, he says <laughs> shit. And he then does he does. Not, he does not actually say shit. <laughs> and Vigo's like, what's that smell? <laughs> Janos does not swear. <laughs> and he's like, uh, Vigo says, I need you to find me a child. Now upon us is the season of evil. And Yon's like, a child? And then he shoots lightning into his eyes. He's woo! A child. And then he leaves. That's a good Yonish impression. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm practicing since... It might be the only Yonish impression. <laughs> I'm practicing since 1989. Pretty good, pretty good. Me and my cousins love this movie. And the first one. Most people love this movie. We weren't special in that effect. It's Ghostbusters. It was the 80s. So, Ray is on his way down and finds a river of slime. And it's flowing through the old pneumatic transit system. Um, just then, a Con Ed rep shows up on the surface with the police. And they're like, hey, we checked. There's no phone lines <laughs> over here. And we checked with the power Con company. Ed. There's nothing for you to be cutting over here. So Peter, quick thinker, smacks Egon. What did I tell you? What did I tell you? The lines are over there. You got us cutting you. And uh, this is when the cops go, we checked with everybody. None of them know you. Tell me another one. He's like, look at all this fantastic waste here. Where do you think this came from? The sky? The gas leak. Um, just then, 
Ray's like, hey guys, um, the slime is trying, trying to, to grab me. me. Please pull me up. And they ignore the cops and pull him up. And he just misses from Ray's grabbing. But as Ray is kicking to try to get away from the slime, he kicks like an old something. And it take, cuts the power off for all of New York City. And this is where Which, Rachel finds Paolo and the cat. This is very suspicious. Because if there are no power lines here, then how could he kick anything that would affect the blackout? That's true. But anyway, so Chandler's stuck in an ATM investment. And they're getting arrested regardless. So I don't see why we need to have this big blackout thing happen. So we can have Yanosh come with the laser eyes. Yanosh has to check on Dana. So Yanosh. creepy. Don't come to my house. He's clearly stalking her. He comes to Dana's house. He's like, I was in your neighborhood and I just thought I'd stop by and check on you. But he's a creeper before that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. He's definitely a creeper and she does not want to date him. But And how is the baby? Woo! Um, He's sleeping. Oh, but I wooed. He's sleeping in that wood. (laughs) (laughs) How wooed. Such a good I enjoy you more than the character. <laughs> <laughs> you like Janos? I love Janos. She's like, all right, fuck up. He's like, okay. He's yeah. in the running for my favorite character. Uh, love me some Janos. Considering I, I watched uh, I love you too. exorbitant amount of Ally McBeal, uh, and I know what he really acts like, he does a really good job in this movie being mm. something completely different than he would. You know, also, really good acting. I mean, I loved him in Numbers as... I never saw Numbers. I never saw Numbers. Oh, you like watch it. it. It's a great police, 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 police procedural. If you enjoy those kinds of things, where a mathematician helps the FBI solve crimes with math, it's mm. great. And he plays a physicist that's friends with the math- mathematician that helps the FBI. So sometimes mm. he gets involved. So he in was cases the professor of the the genius. He was like his advisor, and they became buddies. No. So he's just, he's one of those guys like <clears throat> I'm really smart, and you make me look dumb kind mm. of things. But he's just this That's fun, good to have second opinion. He's just a physicist professor who's living his best physicist life. Mm-hmm. He's it's a he's an interesting character. He is. He bangs an FBI agent. Okay. Let me <laughs> anyway, so um, Janos goes to, leaves and he has flashlights coming out of his face, which in 1989 was interesting. Because now he's an evil minion. Like and that Igor? comes with some perks. Flashlight eyes. <laughs> I don't know. He's not affected by the blackout. I'm not sure if I would call that a also, at one point So you heard of like, blinded by the light? This is the opposite. Yeah. At one point he's like playing with the flame. Like, it, does that not bother him now? Like, I don't know. We don't, got, his powers we are don't fully understand his powers. He, he also gets to turn into a flying evil nursemaid. I mean, yeah. it's just what it is. <laughs> so we guess the next day, or several months later, we don't know. <laughs> the I'm, Ghostbusters are in court. Yeah. I would say a couple of weeks. Because we know that it would be a couple of years before they would actually have their day in court. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. It's probably low on the docket yeah. in New Well, you call New it the New York City blackout. I'm pretty sure they'll push that up. Like, they might have been arranged. But, but this is like the... And it's probably, this is the final case. trial. And it's probably yeah. in the paper. Ghostbusters arrested. You know. Mm-hmm. So we see that Lewis, who was an accountant five years ago, <laughs> is now a lawyer. He got his degree at night school. Why? For tax law purposes, probably. Just so they could bring back the original cast. They didn't yeah. need him as an accountant. Same reason Dana Barrett is now a painting restorer instead of being in the... Well, she left the orchestra yeah. 
Because of the baby. Because of the baby. The to do this. Didn't work with the babysitters. Yeah. But in New York, I feel like you could but have how a do babysitter you get... when the orchestra played, but that's... It's true. <laughs> my, my thought is, this is a job that takes some kind of skill. I mean... Like, I couldn't just go yeah, and get a job there not because just, teaching didn't work out this tomorrow. Is, <laughs> this is the secret. Or inconvenient. You probably have to, this you probably is the job, to go to school a lot more yes. for this than you do to be a fucking a This musician. is yes. the job that Wonder Woman has. <laughs> but that would make sense. And she, like, she I know, but I'm just saying... And I'm just saying time to learn that this. Dana like Barrett, that, who was uh, good enough to be in a professional orchestra... Has spent her whole life practicing the cello. She does not have also time to go to art school. In art restoration. <laughs> There's just no way. She's hey, a dual doctorate. What? Let's not worry about that. I mean, they just need it for the plot. But. So, the nickname of the judge is The Hammer. Mm. And uh, we start, and Lewis says that the black guy reasonable. was real big inconvenience, but he was stuck in elevator for two hours and he had to make the whole time. He doesn't blame these guys. Because no. one time he, he turned into a dog it, it and with. they helped him. I thought he meant he had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, he had, he had to poop. <laughs> Usually when you say you had to make it, I thought he meant he had to have sex with someone for no, two hours. <laughs> That's not what I got at all. I assure you, he wasn't looking to get laid. He was trying to poop. He probably pooped in the elevator. Yikes. Probably. All right, so the prosecution is going through all of the ghost-busting stuff, followed by some slime. And the Con Ed man's like, yeah, whatever it is, the Ghostbusters put it down there. And Ray says, no, we didn't. He's like, sit down. So we cut to Vankman testifying, and he's just giving Lewis everything to say here. He's leading the lawyer. No, it's, yeah, and the objection <laughs> is leading the witness. Yeah, which <laughs> and Which I don't think is. Lewis should have turned around and been like, um, Your Honor, he's Lewis. leading me. I'm not leading him. But his, he goes up to the prosecutor and says, give me your break. We're both lawyers. I'm like, you don't know fucking lawyers, do you? They're some of the most ruthless assholes ever. Yeah. Speaking of which, did your sister call my buddy? Yes, she did. Okay, good. <laughs> she was very grateful. But she did everything that it worked out. Good. She thinks it will be. Or he, he told her there's a 99% chance it'll be worked out. Right. That's a pretty good chance. He's right. We'll talk about that off camera. We're on camera? Shit. Now, I don't know anything about court. But mm-hmm. if Fankman just couldn't he have just said, "Tell me your story"? Like, yeah. did, he didn't need explain what happened. Yeah, he didn't need to but tell him to, what questions to ask. But they needed to show how he was an accomplished yeah. lawyer, just because it's funny. So as Fankman's testifying, we're noticing that the the slime is reacting to the negative vibes, mm-hmm. and so and the, the prosecutor's lost. He's he's going over the top. <laughs> so the prosecutor's giving Fankman shit, and he says, "Kitten." I think what I'm saying and here he is sometimes no, it's not okay. shit happens, and who are you going to call? Awesome. I love how Elaine interrupted my Bankman kid and shit happens, quote, or whatever. So, the judge finds them guilty and sentences them to go to Rikers Island. Plus five. Yeah. Can he even sentence them to that specific place? Yes. Yeah? That's what six, six months, Rikers Island. I thought it was just six months in prison, and then at some point, logistics figure out which prison. <laughs> I think it sends you to specific prison. Huh? See, I don't know anything about this. <laughs> uh, so Clearly, well, the, Carly, the judge, you've never been to prison. Well, the judge is, uh, the judge is, they have a lot of weird power, and that's just how it is. But this guy, they ex- kind of lean to and explain to that he is very anti-ghost, very anti, he thinks it's all charlatans and stuff. So he has a vendetta against the Ghostbusters, even though we don't even know if that's really a backstory on this. 
he hates the Ghostbusters, so he sends them to Rikers Island for six months. <laughs> so the slime is starting to react really bad, and the Ghostbusters like, "Your Honor," and he's like, "I'm not afraid of." Because he's yeah. having a screaming fit in the he middle says, of the I courtroom. Got the, I, I took the line because I liked it. He goes, "If my hands weren't tied by the unalterable fetters of the law, then I would invoke the tradition of our illustrious forebears, each back to a purer, sterner justice, and have you burned at the stake." <laughs> Yeah. Like, God, Lord, man. He's on a witch hunt. Yeah, literally. <laughs> but just then, two ghosts pop out. It's the Scolari brothers. He immediately recognizes these ghosts yeah. as the Scolari brothers. And he runs to the Ghostbusters because all of a sudden he now believes in ghosts. I mean. And he's like, you got to do something. <laughs> Egon looks him dead in the face and goes, why don't you just tell me you don't believe in ghosts? <laughs> and then the ghosts tear the table out Which that they're all hiding under. Which is fucking hilarious. Which... Egon holds his shit together in a crisis situation. Yeah. I tell you that much. Egon will I mean, he's had ass. to cross the streams and fight it. And, you know, he's seen some shit. Your mother. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so the judge tells the Ghostbusters to do something. And this is when they're like, oh, no, no. We have an injunction that we, says we, we can't a, fight. A judicial menstrangement order. <laughs> <laughs> that blue thing that she gave me. <laughs> and if they do anything, they'll be exposing themselves. And Venkman says, that's right, the last thing you want is us exposing ourselves. Because <laughs> Venkman needs to have a quip in the middle of a crisis situation. Mm-hmm. That's what he does. So this drives the judge crazy to where the fact that he begrudgingly rescinds the order and allows them to fight ghosts and dismiss, dismiss the charges. Because at that point, the Ghostbusters are like, all right, you sent these guys to the chair. They're here to kill you. Yeah. I feel like we don't ghosts, care. We'll roll. I feel like ghosts would cause a mistrial. <laughs> <laughs> Caused due to mistrial, due to no, ghosts. No, I think they're good here. But they had already... Because, well, they, I'm just saying... Because the he, prosecution is not going to appeal it because one of the people that they attack was the prosecutor. I yeah, know. I'm, I'm just saying down. that I think ghosts would cause a mistrial. It's kind of like jury tampering. It's new evidence. <laughs> jury tampering. They sure did tamper with the jury. It's it judge no tampering. tampering. Yeah. So we, uh, the Ghostbusters put their stuff on and, oh, I forgot how heavy this stuff is. Ding. And we get the do Ray Egon. This was a huge line, Carl. You don't seem to appreciate it properly. It's Egon because he was Ray because he was Ray. He was Do Ray me, but he was Do Ray Egon. Because of the sound of music. I am familiar. Do, a, deer, <laughs> a, a female deer. Ray, a golden sun. Me, a name I call I'm myself. I suddenly regret this because it's gone too far. A long, long way to run. So, anyway. so <laughs> I like will pull it <laughs> so Peter says uh, we haven't used this stuff in a long time. I wonder if it still works. So you got the half life on it. Our cells have a half life of five thousand years, so we should be good. We should be good. <laughs> All right. So now they're fighting Ghostbusters, and Venkman is talking to the fat one. He's like, "Come on, big boy," because he gets the. We'll take you home as my pride and joy. <laughs> he gets the proton laser around him, and they're pulling him. And Ray gets the other one. And Egon throws the trap. And they get him in, and we get the two in the box. Ready, ready to go. We be fast, fast and they, they be slow. slow. Uh, just and they're back. They come out. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. We're beautiful. We are the Ghostbusters. Hit the music. <laughs> Not that one, that was, but that's fine. No, this, oh, was, uh, this is Bobby Brown we've been looking for. But you know what? We're going to allow it. Um, so we see that we're back, and so is Janine. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Ghostbusters, yes, we're back. I remember this line was in the 
commercial. Yeah. They changed the way the Janine's character looked to make her match the cartoon. The yeah, the cartoon. It's also why they brought Slimer back. Well, it was Ghostbusters and real Ghostbusters. Which are you referencing? The, <laughs> the real Ghostbusters. The real Ghostbusters. Not the one with the monkey. They also oh, had Harold cool. Ramis and Dan Aykroyd tone down the strip, the script and make it more family-friendly, too. Because the first one, they yeah. have a ghost giving a guy a blowjob. Yeah. Or something. You never really see <laughs> well, what happens really there. I guess it's implied. <laughs> yeah, it's implied, but I guess we don't see it. But. Thank God! <laughs> you know what I don't want to see? Ray getting a ghost job. Yeah. Ghost job. Is I don't want them cheating? exposing themselves. <laughs> because I don't think that she Ray asked for single. consent. But she didn't ask Ray for consent. How do you know? No, he got her. She lives in Canada. I'm you sorry. In the first movie, Ray is clearly. She goes to a single. different school. Yeah, she don't, she goes to a different Ghostbusting school. <laughs> she. Up you, in you can have both of those, dude. I just want the one. No, I, don't I don't want, want that one. one. But this one is terrible. Oh shit! <laughs> you get the I don't want the trash. I don't need your trash. So Ghostbusting uh, montage. We see that Lewis and Janine are there. Slimer is back for some reason and he's eating Lewis's lunch. Apparently, Where the fuck did Slimer come from? Oh, that's okay. right. The cartoon. cartoon. Apparently, there was a, I guess, a deep plot that Lewis was trying to become a Ghostbuster the whole time. So he mm. kept trying to catch Slimer. Oh, wow. But they cut most of those scenes out. Good. But So they only kept in the one where he's eating at the station and then the bus. Bus one. Yeah. And the, yeah. I would have been fine with just the bus. Yeah. But. But that's one of the reasons why he's like you again. Mm-hmm. All right, so the commercials we have one with Lewis and Janine. Uh, we have one with balloons for the kitties. <laughs> one per family. <laughs> mm-hmm. I want a hot beverage mug. Yeah. <laughs> thermos. No, no. I want a Ghostbusters hot beverage mug. Which is a thermos. balloon for the kitties. No, but that's not what they say. It's a hot beverage mug. I need a hot beverage mug. Well, Christmas is coming. Maybe I'll give all three of you. Hot beverage mug. Oh. Only if it says Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. <laughs> I like how, and they have their uh, logo is now Ghostbusters with two fingers up. Yeah. Because now they're Ghostbusters too. Yeah, and they good. go to town on that because it's on the car, it's on their shoulders, it's on the sign outside. They really change the. Uh, it's called merchandising. Well, it might it's be where the real money from the movie comes from. Well, they may have declared bankruptcy on the original L- uh, IP, mm-hmm. so now they're changed it under new management. <laughs> Bars do that all the time. Well, did you see... Um, it's one of 17 ABC managers at every bar. Did you see Ghostbusters, the flamethrower? Hmm. Yeah. The kids mm-hmm. love that one. The toilet paper. So, Rain, Egon show Winston and Peter the experiments they've been doing with the slime. Mm-hmm. And someone's been boning the slime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Dog. He's been sleeping with it. That's not the same as having sex with it. You want to explain this to Elaine? See, when a... Man loves a slime <laughs> very much. Um, I don't know how to quite tell you this in any other way, but quite straightly, he fucked the slime. <laughs> I don't think he did. And he liked it. So when Peter looks at him and says, "You dog," and Egon has that look like, you think they just slept in the same I bed? I think they just snuggled, and he said sweet nothings to it, and told it how it's the best slime ever. Either way, it's weird. <laughs> it is weird. I'm gonna. So tell wait, you, wait, wait, you hear that? You hear that? Did you think he fucked Ben's the slime? laughing. I did think that he I hear fucked Ben the slime. laughing in and the future. And here's why: because they were talking about exposing it to both negative and positive yeah. emotions, and they he didn't said hate it. that <laughs> he made sweet, sweet love. It reacted more to negative, and they were trying. Escalating yeah. positive emotions yeah. to affect it positively. But raping slime is not a positive raping emotion. Raping slime. I'm not saying. Did he ask for the slime? That sounds consent? like the most scary D and D monster I've ever heard of. 
I'm a raping fly. I'm run! I want to run a campaign, and you guys go in a cave and We're not fighting raping, raping slime. I, I quit. Raping slime, what do you do? I quit. I kill myself. You go, you you go into the you go into the store, and everybody's like, why do they have so many uh, cast iron underpants? They're like, dude, <laughs> up in these hills, there's raping slime. And maybe he didn't rape the slime. Maybe he was just masturbated yes, with it. He might want okay. to have the orgasm. Okay, let's not talk about. I don't want to feel. think about Ghostbusters masturbating with slime. I think slime. he just slept in the same bed with it. You're wrong. Like it was a teddy bear. You're wrong. And the clues are in the wanted. movie. Yeah, but lust is not positivity. It is the way that Egon does it. Ah! <laughs> so they play some Jackie Wilson. <laughs> he ghost busted a nut in it. Let's go. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Bustin made him feel good. <laughs> Real good. So they pour some slime into a toaster, and they play Jackie Wilson, and it starts dancing. And they're all like, oh, this is great. And later there's toast in it. But yeah. there wasn't toast in it originally. That, it's, it's yeah, that's yeah. weird. I hope nobody ate that we toast. see that it's Christmas time, and Peter goes to see Dana. Well, he wants to have, he's like, it's my number one but Christmas gift. on the way up, he sees the doorman, and he goes, hey, Peter <gasps> Beckman. Bless you. Peter Venkman, World of the Psychic. That's, yeah. That was my second favorite show. He goes, oh, what yeah? Your, what was your first? Bassmasters. You know this. I know Bassmasters. He's all pissed. <laughs> I'm, I love I'm, that joke. I'm fairly certain my Grandpa Forsberg watched Bassmasters. Roger, <laughs> oh. back me up. Did Grandpa watch Bassmasters? Yes. And we see that Vigo is watching Dana via the painting. He's a creeper. And Peter, yes, he is. Well, he's an evil painting. Well, he's been in storage for a long time. It's been a while since he's seen a woman. He's a scourge of Carpathia. Yeah. Uh, wasn't he also Vigo the Butch? Mm-hmm. Anyway. So, um... Butcher. Well, so, no. Peter does his Peter thing. And his he tingle? meets Janos. Yeah, his tingle is out of control. <laughs> yeah. And Peter starts messing with him. They look at Vigo, and he's like, oh, he's missing his Carpathian cat. Why don't I just put a part a cat right here and grabs a paintbrush and wants to paint on this? I don't know if it's a work of art or what. Well, this it's a work of old. art. They're <laughs> art restorers, so clearly this. I don't is, know what it's worth, but they probably don't. It want doesn't matter what it's worth, but it's a, no. And Dana laughs, and I really feel like this is the wrong reaction because Vincent yes, is, is being a jackass. Now well, we it, know Janos is a creepy is a creeper, and we know that this that this painting is evil but this is still my place of work and that's my boss and you don't just go in and damage property that doesn't belong to you well peter does because he's a sociopath yeah he doesn't give a shit fucking piece of shit but it is funny because janos goes what are you doing here and he goes well we got a report that there's a creep in the area and we checked and you're at the top of the list (laughs) which is true all right so we cut to dana who's at home now with oscar and he's gonna she's gonna give him a bath so she does you know takes the baby down and starts to water and she okay. takes off her shirt and turns around and the tub is full of slime and tries to eat her. But first, you guys, you girls, I'm not asking, but you girls take a lot of baths. Yes. Oh, yeah, all the time. You think you're not hearing the water turn to slime? <laughs> yeah. Because I'm, I'm like, I, I hear the... Yeah. And then it goes... Blah, 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 blah. I'll be like... <laughs> And you might, might make you look. You're the, like, the why the water go away? Look back in your lower intestines. <laughs> like, yeah, that was really the gross. The sound of <laughs> running water and the sound of very slime plopping out of your faucet <laughs> are, very, are very different. I think we should have Oscar crying to yeah. muffle the sound, yeah. but it would have been that easy. The baby's crying. 
Yeah. Or her blowing raspberries on his belly or yeah. something. Or music playing or anything. Yeah. So she goes to put him in the tub and then realizes it's trying to <laughs> eat her Whoops. and runs out of the apartment. It might be rape slime. Get Whoa! Go. It might be that it's angry because of Egon. <laughs> that slime Egon is not connected to the slime that's in Egon in the firehouse. Well, anyway. But it's her things. <laughs> hey, man, don't be so attached to things. Like, uh, never mind. So she leaves and goes to Peter's house. He calls Ray and says, yeah, Medina, her tub tried to eat her. And he says, that's great. It's like, right. So uh, why don't you and Egon head over there, and I'm going to take care of her. So Egon and Ray are uh, there and looking up Vigo. And they think there could be a connection between Vigo and the slime. Because Vigo was a really shitty person. And he was apparently some sort of warlock or something. Uh, magician. All kinds magician. of... A very powerful magician. A magician. <laughs> you know who else was a magician? Um, Nicholas Cage. The proprietor of Organic Cabana. I keep um, meaning to rewatch that and I just don't. I really want to rewatch that. <laughs> like, I really, really want to watch that then I think about it. No, I don't. I always oh. forget. So good. We're going to watch that tonight. Let's wrap this up so All we, right. can, we can not watch it when we get home. So, right. there's Apprentice. Check out our episode. I'm sure it's on Disney Plus. Yeah. Oh. So back at Peter's house, he uses his jet sweater as a diaper because they don't have any, and she left in a hurry. Um, she got this. No from a girl. She didn't have a shirt on when she left. Nope. But he got this from a girl who got this from a guy, Joe Willie Name. There's no way I'm letting a baby sleep in my oh. Willie in my Joe Namath sweatshirt. I would yeah, put him in weird. one of my work shirts That's... before I put him in that. <laughs> Look, I don't really give a shit. If he works as a Ghostbuster, who knows what the fuck's on? There. I don't really <laughs> give a shit about Joe Namath, and I don't really give a shit about sports. But that has to be worth hundreds of dollars. Thousands of dollars, probably. If it's authentic, it's Joe Namath. Mm-hmm. Or at least something to some fan. But I'm sure I enjoyed that he has honey. some random shirt in that hamper that he could... <laughs> it's probably the one that on was that clean. Baby. I mean, maybe. Did he want to put one of those? You hang out the window for 35, 45 minutes? You're right there? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. Um, Peter shows them where the bed is and how, hey, you know... We gotta sleep this way with your arm break over me, or hey, what were you thinking? Or hey, uh, Ray and Egon are on the way. Pick up diapers. <laughs> so he says, "Hey, uh, all right, well, I'm gonna go." And he, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Peter looks at Oscar and says, "You short? Your belly button sticks out <laughs> too far. Can you? Can I put him down?" And you're a terrible burden on your mother. I just got that. By the way, when we were watching it. You just got it? That's one of my favorite parts. He goes, I'm going to put him down. May I? Of course. And then he puts him down. I I never... I, I never put that together until we were watching it. And I said to John, that's the first time I ever got that joke. I just... Sometimes you just don't pay that much attention to certain things. Well, sometimes you just don't get jokes. You know, they don't hit you. I love. That's why I love watching old, old-ass movies that I haven't watched in a while. Because I'm like... That's what that meant. I watched this last time I watched this, I was seven. I didn't know what that meant. <laughs> so the first time I understood the uh, worst of Grease Lightning, I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. It's, but, it's like, this is awkward. Yeah. Sometimes you just, you I didn't get it when you were younger. This in the house. <laughs> and you, you've watched it times since then, but you don't always pay attention to everything that happens in the movie you've seen a lot. Yeah. So this is the first time I ever got that joke. Especially yeah. if you watched it a lot when you were little. You kind of just zone out mm-hmm. at certain parts because you've seen it, you know it by heart. So, at the museum, Ray, Egon, and Peter um, are talking about Vigo. 
And, oh, uh, and real quick, I got there was parts of that for me in this too because he throws out Peter throws all these weird ass lines out. He goes, "I got some Maria Finelli movies for if you'd want to watch." And I'm like, "Who the fuck is that?" I look it up. She was kind of a porny actress in like the twenties. I was like, "Okay." And then the mayor's like, "I spent six hours talking to Figueroa LaGuardia." Yeah, I didn't know who that was, but he was a She's mayor not from New York. <laughs> no. He's the mayor in like the 1900s or like early 1900s. I was like, okay. Pierre LaGuardia. That's I didn't know who many people are. LaGuardia Airport. Okay. Did you know that there's an airport in New York that's called LaGuardia? Or yeah. do you just know that there's one called JFK? No, I know that there's LaGuardia. Okay. I'm just curious. I didn't you put it together. No, no, no. LaGuardia I thought it might be a Pope or See, something. No, but and here's the difference. I'm asking that because that there are people that have no idea that the New York airport the is LaGuardia. The got that. Yeah. Well, it's there, New York. But there are right. people that don't know that. I didn't know that that was the name of the airport until after we had been married. I, I've i been there, so I didn't Me too. But a lot of screenwriters like but, to do that. As they're, I'm so smart. They're like, oh, well, this is a such and such. But I'm like, what is See, that? See, and that's what's Nobody weird. Gets that. A lot of this stuff is very New York-centric, and I get that. Yeah, it's New York. Just growing up there, you like Little Shop of Horrors and stuff. You just, eh, that's where, where it is. Hmm. I just thought everything was there. That's that New York uh-huh. attitude. Assholes, New Yorkers, I think. <laughs> Bunch I of pretentious assholes, I like to call them. <laughs> but I digress. Where are we? Okay. I mean, Stephen King, Stephen King only writes about Maine, hmm? which, I mean, granted, Gary. lots of weird things happen up in Maine, well, but... Gary, you don't want to go there. <laughs> so, um... God, there was the creepiest thing at the Home Depot he knows. when we went to buy the blow-up. He knows. I he told knows. him he could get it, but he didn't. He didn't. It was one of those light things, only it was all... It. It. Ah. He knows. Yeah. All right, so anyway... Uh, Ray says that Vigo's last words were, death is but a door. Uh, Time is but a window. I'll be back. <laughs> so the bu- Ghostbusters bust into the museum. Well, they also say that, that he was uh, he died when he was, what, 105? Yeah. And he wasn't just died. He was shot, was poisoned, drawn, ordered, all of the... Very Rasputin. Just before his head it died. died. <laughs> it was very Rasputin-like. Um, so they come in. I really in like to read Tobin's spirit guide. Not gonna lie, there's a lot of interesting shit in there. And we learn that the room is completely hot. There's definitely some some energy in here. Ray takes some photos of Vigo, and no, Peter takes photos of Vigo as if Ray he was is, Kate Moss. Yeah, and he's talking to her. He's like, oh, "Get me angry. I bet the girls love you. Both the boys love you. I bet they both do." There's a photo shoot on him. Ray is examining the painting and is mesmerized by it and is putting him in a trance. And this was a subplot that was cut. Like, from this point on, Ray was supposed to be working for Vigo. Oh, wow. But they decided to just cut that. That's why at the end there's that... That yeah. was the payoff. The of it. But the payoff, they it just didn't really do much. So they're like, ah, and probably we'll Ackroyd, cut all of that. <laughs> probably while they're filming Ackroyd, it's like, I don't want to do this. You know what I mean? It's kind of like the Hawkeye thing mm-hmm. in Avengers. You're like, oh, cool, Hawkeye's in it. No, he's not. <laughs> they also, he's a bad guy the whole fucking movie, and we don't get to see anything about that him. That scene in the montage where they're driving in the Ecto-1... Peter. Or was it Ecto-2? Ecto-1A. Ecto-2 is in the Pe- cartoon. Uh, there's a scene where Venkman makes this crazy face as Ray is driving because this was possessed Ray driving right. crazy. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I remember hearing that. So Peter comes home with flowers and he finds the unthinkable. It looks like she's left, but no, no. Nay, nay. She's she cleaned. cleaned. And she comes out in a towel. Bitch. Yeah. And wants to talk to him. I'm sorry, okay. let me get dressed. Yes, but he doesn't seem to really reference the towel, which I kept 
Like, this is creepy Peter. He should be trying to, like, tug the towel off or grab her by the towel or, you know. But he doesn't at any point seem to reference the fact that she's naked in a towel. It's real weird. If it was anybody else, I would say, well, maybe he feels bad for her because rape slime. Or he's already kind of winning because she's staying at his house, so he's kind of playing it slow. But it's Peter. He's he's lucky I, I wouldn't drink anything while I was in his house. You know? <laughs> but you know what I thought up. in this very scene? I really thought the girl from Aliens would have a more active role in, in Ghostbusters 2 of fighting ghosts. I mean, how but much she's she not just, the girl from Aliens. She's 100% the girl from Aliens. No, she's not. The Dana <laughs> Barrett did not go into space. Yes, but if Arnold was in this movie, he'd have fought some ghosts. Yeah, but... Well, that's Arnold. <laughs> Dana she's Barrett. Sigourney Weaver. Dana Barrett is a very mild-mannered woman. She... And she had a traumatic dog experience. <laughs> right. Before she turned into a dog. But did you see that scene where she fought an alien in that suit thing? Get away yeah. from her, That's bitch. not the same character. That was Ellen Ripley. This is Dana Barrett. They're two different people. And maybe Ellen Ripley is a descendant of Dana Barrett. And that is why weird shit happens to her in the future. But they aren't the same person. <laughs> But really, we know that Ellen Ripley is not related to Dana Barrett at all and is instead a direct descendant of the mom from Gremlins. (laughs) Then her descendant gets an avatar. Wow. (laughs) Okay, anyway. So, um, Peter wants to take Dana out, and she's like, "Um, we have a baby. And he's like, oh, I have a babysitter. Well, who's going to babysit? Janine from my staff. But you gotta think she, she knows Janine pretty well. Babysitting? They yeah. dated for quite some time. Which is why she's like, and she's, no. <laughs> and she's like, all right, fine, but no, none of those old dirty tricks you have. He's like, no, 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 no. I got some brand new dirty tricks I'm gonna try on you. <laughs> uh, so Janine is on the phone with a customer, and she tells them, hey, we're not gonna get to you at the beginning of the year. And then Lewis asks her out. <laughs> she's like, well, just don't go in there. <laughs> so then Janine and Lewis make a date to go babysit together at Venkman's. After he goes, Well, you want to get something to eat with me? They're like, Are you okay, Rick Morris? You're not in, you're not in uh, Little Shop of Horrors anymore. You don't have to talk like that. Well, he's not quite the smooth guy from um, My Blue Heaven yet. Well, Burning suddenly. No. So Ray and Egon look at the photos and they talk about dinner. And this is where these two characters lose all of their New York credibility. Because they're like, oh, oh. they want deep dish pizza. <laughs> they go through everything Chinese, Thai, yada, yada, Well, maybe yada. Ray's not from New York. They're in New York City. Maybe he's for from. For at least five years. Maybe he's from Chicago. Have, have you ever been to New York City? Yeah. Where do you get deep dish pizza from? Chicago. Chicago. This is where they lose all the New York credibility. Because if you could find the one spot in all of New York fucking city that makes Chicago deep dish pizza, it's probably shit. But this is where they lose... All of their New York credibility. Yeah. One. But you don't know. One. Because you weren't alive. I was alive. What I was you? there. What were you, three? No. In uh, 1980? I was nine. <laughs> but still. I, was I, there outrage when yes. this movie came out? I'm not <laughs> done with my critique, you <laughs> fuckers. It wouldn't surprise me if there was. That's why. I... So one asks for deep dish and the other one says thick or thin crust. I'm sorry. Any deep dish... real New Yorker does not call it that they would say Sicilian. Or <laughs> Not thick or thin, fuck face. No, I... Nah, man, yeah. No. How many times have you lived in New York? But you're Italian. No, I'm from New York. Everybody calls it that. You're not from New York. You're from Long Island. You're Which not is... from the city. 
You're also Italian, so you would know the difference. But you would know what Sicilian pizza is. But that doesn't necessarily mean that all the people in New York City, many of whom are foreign and were not born there, wouldn't say thick or thin crust. Now, I do agree with you. There's no way they were getting Chicago pizza. Uh, And honestly, I'm going to tell you right now, I did not know that there was an option of thin crust deep dish pizza. What even is that? (laughs) Yeah, that's not... (laughs) Yeah, I thought deep dish was all thick. (laughs) That's how it's so deep. (laughs) The crust itself isn't very thick. Like How's when, they holding all that shit in there? Well, it's, it's all the way around. It's, it's really more like a cake. <laughs> but deep dish pizza and Chicago style pizza are not the same. That's, that, so. But first of all, honestly, I don't, don't know. There's, there's, there's <laughs> thing is, Ray was supposedly born in the Bronx. <laughs> I was it trying to save you, Ray. They're not going to get Chicago style pizza in New no, York because not. I don't think any place that well, would well, specialize in Chicago style pizza would do well. Same thing is. Same way that chain pizzerias don't do well in that spot. Oh. That is one of the areas. He's still great from the block. Egon, Egon was born in Ohio. Yeah, but he's still great from the block. Okay. Well, Egon might like Chicago style then. He used to have a little. Now he got a lot because he's just Ray from the block. <clears throat> Although, I mean, he might like deep dish, but that's still not really the same thing as Chicago style. Yeah. Either way, they're not getting that in New York City in 1989. I know. I agreed with you. Egon or Beatrice from Brooklyn. I'm just saying that they yeah, might that not say Sicilian. They might Where's say Winston thick or thin crust, though. They might not call. No, they don't. I really would. Because I had a friend of mine, Mikey Cohen. Yeah. He was Jewish. You know what he called it? Sicilian. Yeah, but he also lived in New- on Long Island. They live in fucking Manhattan, I think. Yeah, Manhattan. but that's not the same thing. <laughs> it's, oh, there oh, are I'm sorry. So it's many... a couple miles to the west. There is so many different foreign people who live in New York City, people who have come there from other places in the country and in the world, that it is not the same as the more homogenous areas of Long Island. Well, they've lost all their New York credibility with me. That's okay. Fun. Fuck you, Don Reddy. Fuck you. I'm not going to lie. I'm not, I've never even been to New York, except for the airport. Uh, LaGuardia. On the layover, yes. <laughs> Or as we, we but call it, it really did when they said that it, I was like, what? In New York? <laughs> yes, it's weird. That's like if we go to Chicago and I'm like, you guys got Sicilian. They probably thought they it would be funny if they de- decided to get Chicago style pizza. They thought it would be a funny joke. But mm-hmm. instead they got out. Really? Because we all got the LaGuardia joke. We're out in the theater I was in, but none of them got the pizza joke. No, but they probably thought it would be funny to pick Chicago knowing that New Yorkers would think that it was just. It was probably supposed to be a joke, and it fell flat. Winston was born in Gotham and raised in the Burnley district. Does that mean anything to you? Yes. Okay. He was born in Gotham? Not she to me. No that Batman? sounds made up. <laughs> I mean, it's all made up. They're not real. <laughs> I mean, you know, Ray's not a guy. <laughs> He's from the Bronx. Anyway, well, actually, they wrote in here. Anywho, so in the pictures, there's a river of slime if you zoom in on some of the pictures, and there's all kinds of things, and Ray recognizes that river slime is the same river slime that was in the subway. So you put it through a spectrometer, the thing that they used to say where you like. Or a copy machine. Cut your finger off and you take a picture, your finger's still there, like all oh, reads auras and all that bullshit. And you can see all kinds of weird shit on Vigo's pictures that Peter took of them, because he took 10,000 of them. Mm-hmm. But suddenly the pictures burst into flames. Yeah. No, no. First, a ghost yeah. locks the door. From the outside. From the outside. Right. And then... I didn't get that. Could you try <laughs> Fuck off! And then, and then a, a bunch of highly flammable chemicals. 
become highly flammable. Yeah. <laughs> and they're banging on the door, and Winston comes out with a fire extinguisher. He's like, hey, God, we're on fire. So he does what you're supposed to do. You save your friends, kick on the door, and well, you spray We have a fire extinguisher, and then use it. Yeah. yeah. Winston's on the job. A friend Winston. of mine is a fireman. It's, I've, always been fire. dis- I've always been disappointed by how much uh, or how little screen time Winston got. It's a shame in the first movie, and it's a shame in the second movie. Yeah, you think they would have expanded his character in this, but it's really... They also kick him out of the courtroom. He's in the courtroom in the beginning, and then he's gone. You're like, where did he go? Where'd you go? You see him run out the back, like, supposedly he's helping people get out, but... Yeah. Um, and there's only two packs. He would have fought the ghosts. They could they could have just had him throw the trap. Right. They could have wrangled him. There's two ghosts, three, three catch him with the beams, and then he throws the fucking trap down. It would have been easy. You don't need a pack. But whatever. Anyway. Um, So the boys show up to get Peter and tell him about the subway. Saying, hey, there's slime down there. And he's he's about to go on a date with Dana. Peter's like, hey, Dana, the boys want me to go into the the subway with them and look for River Slime. You want to blow up this dinner thing and go? So she walks away. Sorry, yes, this thing tried to kill my baby. And she's not into it. That's a good point. But he looks at them and goes, This dinner with my ex-boyfriend is not more important to figure out what the fuck is trying to kill my baby. That's an excellent point, Carly. But, I had never considered it from that point of view. But, I always just figured, no, I don't want to go crawling in the subway looking for a river of slime. That she, that sounds terrible. I she wanna... wouldn't go. She'd go back upstairs. Well, but to, but to be fair, her and Peter are not going to be the ones that solve this case. It's going to be Ray and Egon and Winston. Well, I maybe know. Winston. But Ray and Egon are going to be the ones But I'm not going to go out to dinner while they're trying to, you know, like, you need to go with me. <coughs> nah, so in the subway, they're she exploring. She didn't really want to go out to dinner anyway. And there's echoes. They play with the echoes. Hello. And then it goes back. Hello. And then Winston's like, hello. And it comes back. Winston. <laughs> and you're like, oh, shit. Like, we should go get our packs. Yeah. And like, right. So they go to get the packs, but suddenly they hear that. Like, they didn't he, bring them with them? No, out of bring. We're going to somebody looking evil sorry, slime. I'm just wearing them. <laughs> At least bring one. <laughs> and somebody's got a trap. I mean, come on. And they're surrounded by heads. Yeah. yeah. And then they're surrounded by heads Work on smarter, sticks. smarter, not harder. And they run away, and suddenly they hear a train coming. Like, it's got to be from one of the tunnels. But no, it's the old run runaway train that fell off the thing, and it goes through <laughs> well, Winston. It's well, a ghost train. Ray and Egon dodge to the side and leave Winston. <laughs> He's just <laughs> screaming. Oh, I'm like, damn, man. Oh, oh. Help your boat boy and out. And Ray's man. like, I think it was the... You know, the yeah. derailed train of 1942. Did you get the whole number? He's like, no. No. I missed it. <laughs> so good. And like, Egon, where are you? And he's like, oh, right here. Ah. He found, he found, found, he found the, the entrance. Um, it's rather than go get the packs. But it's like, I thought we were going back to get the packs. What about going to get the packs? <laughs> he's like, no, we're, if we're this close, that's, they're trying to stop us. We need to move on. Uh, so they find Winston tries to see how deep this river of slime is, and takes his little death gauge yeah. that's attached to his body and throws it in. He's like, "Hey, six okay. feet, twelve feet." First of all, it's subway tunnel. You can see where the slime's coming up to. I think you can estimate how deep it is. <laughs> Second of all, it's moving. If you throw something that is unanchored into a moving body of Slime. 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 It's going to carry it down stream. How is that going to give you a death rate? So this, They're scientists. It's so this, it's so this, <laughs> they should know about It's so this scene can happen. <laughs> they are men of science. 
So they yeah, both like, I throw my pen in that moving body of water, and it'll tell me how You're fast the water's Poo-Sits. moving, maybe. <laughs> so it pulls Poo-Sits. Winston into the slime, and Ray and Egon... Jump right in. True bro. They're like, look, we already let him die at the container. I love it. What is it? Egon holds his nose like they a little j- kid. It's so funny. They jump in the slime and swim through the slime to get, to get Winston. Winston. God, I don't think... I Man. I mean, this slime... Would you jump Tried to slime? eat him once. No. <laughs> you want to jump in slime to save Elaine? Wow, hesitation. John, <laughs> right like, in. Elaine is a good Look, swimmer. She is. She's in slime? Swimmer. She's a better swimmer than all of them. How many slime in fact, meets have you any, been in? If any of you fell in slime, I would have the best chance of saving you. She has Not better endurance than I do. She's going to last a yes, lot longer. Yes, would you be behind me? I'm the if person that would die trying to save somebody. Although, you're quite buoyant. <laughs> That's true, I am. Although, but, I don't know what that would, like, it's we don't know the with slime. Like, here's the thing. What's the viscosity of slime? slime tried to eat Ray already. I don't think Ray's jumping. I'd be in that. I don't think he thinks he's coming out. You're gonna let Winston die? Look, I love Winston. No, you don't. He'll be fine. Officer Sapir is waiting for him at the end. (laughs) So at dinner, Dana toasts Peter and, you know, she's looking to find his... Why the hell would Dana make this toast to Peter? Because she wants to see his proton pack. She could have saw that. I'm not talking about the one on his back. She could have saw that when she was in the towel. She didn't need to go to dinner with him to see his proton pack. She She was in the towel towel. she would have seen it. I think she's she's appreciative that that Peter's letting her stay with her. And she's actually seeing that he's making an effort to not be a creepatron. Which is true. So the first thing he does after that is becomes a creepatron and says, Speak him to me, guys. Why'd you dump me? Nope. Never mind. The record's like, Err. Way, to, way a, to fuck it up, Peter. Ruining a good night out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I have to say, I get the impression that, like, the old ball and chain, he probably started to just ignore her a bit. And yeah. so she just moved out. I take her for granted. He probably yeah. wanted her. She didn't want him. He chased her. He got her. And then he's like, now I'm not interested because I got her. And then she left. And he's like, oh, I, I want her again. It's just, he, he wants, wants her when he can't have her. He's like, I want you to Do you want think this relationship yeah. lasts past the credits of Ghostbusters 2? No. I need you to need me. I, I love you. If it does, you. it's because what a she trick. falls in love with Oscar, not because of his relationship yeah. with her. All right, so back at Peter's place, everything is going well with Jeannie and Lewis. <clears throat> they have a shared moment, and the baby goes to sleep. Rick, uh, um, what's his character's name? Tully. Lewis, Lewis is, uh, pants are undone, his belt is off, and his zipper's down, and Janine's going like this. I'm like, what is going on here? So it's called While we're babysitting. Felicia. She's not a ghost though, and she's supposed to be babysitting, not penis sitting. The baby is asleep. <laughs> she said, "Okay, first of all, if the baby is asleep, that means yes." <laughs> Second of all, Tony, what? you and I don't have kids, but parents have fair, to have sex fair. sometime. They're not parents. <laughs> no, but I'm saying they're baby- babysitting. They're practicing. So, they don't so care. okay, okay. This nope. is Vancouver's okay. house. You don't think you can hear the baby crying? Well, let me hear. You. Let me see this. No, I don't you... want people fucking on my couch. No, well, that we but didn't get that. We didn't, we didn't get couch. Yeah. I think Vakeman would be like, "I'm awesome, bro." You know what? I would not fuck on Vakeman. We didn't get. But I'm just saying, Vakeman no, no, no. doesn't care. No, no, we didn't get there yet. <laughs> do, you, do we? Do we care if we go? You, whoever, goes out to dinner, and while you're gone, the babysitter not only has her boyfriend over, but you know him, but they're fucking like fucking. While they're supposed to be babysitting what do you on your teenagers couch, teenagers do while they're babysitting. They're not teenagers. These are grown ass people. Still, 
know. Yeah, but she was on Venkman's stair. But now she's on Lewis's <laughs> stair. Hey! Okay. Reluctant high five. Say you have a baby. <laughs> no. And you go out it hurts. and you take it to Carly's parents' house. Okay. While you guys go and have a nice night. Say you're going to be out late. They put the baby to sleep. Then they and can do whatever the fuck they want. And then they decide to fuck before you come and back. They're is not that not allowed? No. no. <laughs> wow. All right, so let's... Tony's got some, some strong opinions about babysitters. <laughs> you want your babysitter fucking? Yeah. No, I don't want my babysitter fucking, but, but if the baby... But once the baby is asleep... You, it's not like I want them creepily in there staring even, at the okay. cliff. Okay, but they're not. <laughs> it's gross. Okay, and they're, they're they're not even hiding it. She has lipstick smeared all over her no, face, and he's I got kiss them. marks all over his pants. Is down. I don't his want them proton fucking pack hanging out. Look, I don't want them fucking because it's my house. You if I s- took the baby to their house and they were fucking once the baby's asleep, I don't care. That's their house. Yeah, that's fine. But I don't want strangers fucking in my house. Exactly. So but it has his marshmallow man's hanging out. It has nothing to do with the fact that they're babysitting though. I just don't. Strangers fucking on my couch. Can we talk about the sewer for a minute? So the baby has another level of that. No, it doesn't. I don't think the baby. Not for me. The fact that there is or is not a baby has no. Ray comes out of the sewer first. Strangers fucking on my couch. He's followed by Winston and then Egon. (laughs) If I turn your volume down, guys. (laughs) Sorry, Audra. Audra, would the baby make a difference between how much you don't want people fucking on your couch? So Egon is just standing there as Winston. And Ray start to fight, and he's like, "Hey, take off your clothes." Ben it's and go Nikki time. Have, par- have kids? Maybe they'll weigh in. All right. <laughs> and we see that the slime has made them angry, and they're about to fight. And like, wow, I was about to kill you. You're Me like too. Drunk Tony at the yeah. golf tournament. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wait. Those all the bad vibes. That's because you were drunk, John. <laughs> oh. What about drunk Joe? You were so trash. Was Egg and Tony on? I think. Did you and me? No, probably not. But Joe went. No, because he had to leave. Because Joe to went and played golf today without us, and had a bad game. He can't play. That's what happens? Us. That's what you happens. I'm you. pretty sure he had a bad game when he played with you guys too. <laughs> it was just more. <laughs> that fun. wasn't mostly. Mostly wasn't his fault though. <laughs> probably the fireball. Yeah, but I don't. Anyway, so we see that the slime is flowing to the museum. And so they go find Peter. How do they? How do they know what restaurant Peter's having dinner at? It's probably where he always takes his dates. <laughs> he's probably got it. I'm sorry, we know Peter Bankman. He's probably got two spots: his low class date spot and his high class date spot. Also, he might have talked about it at work. Maybe they may have said it when they were leaving, though. I have to see it again. So they hunt down. He Peter. probably made Janine make and the reservation <laughs> and was being a dick about it at work. And they tell him all about the encounter and the substates wage staff. Uh, Clearly. When you fling slime at <laughs> Yeah, they're covered in slime. I, so that the, woman who's like, what is that? It's all over me. So the police show up and arrest all the Ghostbusters. Peter was eating dinner. And they arrested him for what exactly? Yeah. Yeah, I know. He shouldn't have been arrested. Because why wasn't Dana arrested? If Peter was, yeah. yeah. So they show up. She could have been like, this is the worst blind date I've ever been And on. they say, you got to take us to the mayor's mansion. So they do. Because that's what the cops do. Like, hey, you're under arrest. <laughs> Bring me to the mayor's mansion. You got it. No. No, and you don't. <laughs> does anybody know who that um, doorman was? Anybody know who the doorman Bobby was? Bobby Brown? That was Bobby Brown. Yes. Um, who asked us for a proton pack? We, really had, we have definitive proof that there are ghosts. And we are the Ghostbusters. Now, maybe the maitre d' doesn't know what the Ghostbusters look like because these are dudes in their pajamas covered in slime. <laughs> it's, not like they're, it's not like they're recognizable with the proton packs or what have you. 
But the police might know who the Ghostbusters are. The police might be the ones that, I mean, that blocked off before. the roads <laughs> so that they could come and stuff like that. Or drove with them so in that perhaps, big parade. They're like, I remember you. We drove with you in the parade in the first one. In the first one. <laughs> All right, so the Ghostbusters are going to be with the mayor. Tell them what they found. But the mayor's aides like, hey, um, were you boys willing to tell us the same story to some friends of ours downtown? The mayor downtown? says, I don't have time for your nonsense. Yeah. And then they have not committed. <laughs> So Janosch meets with Vigo for more commands. And we learn that the season of evil begins with the birth of a new year. Also, why do you need more commands? You still haven't brought me the child that I asked Ooh, for. Ooh, command me, Lord! <laughs> because I want to ask if I can keep with the mommy. So yeah. it says Vigo. Which I still don't get, but whatever. If this Dana, if I bring the baby, this Dana, very wonderful. Could you think that she would belong to me? And he says... She will be ours. She'll be your mother wife and my lover or something. And wife to no, you. his and mother. mother to me. Oh, mother to me. Wife to I you and lover. mother to me. Gross. Mother. That's extra gross. That's the grossest thing that's happened on this podcast. Well, <laughs> we about rape we besides rape God, he was going to be the baby. <laughs> I don't know. I think well, the grossest thing is still um, Jack Frost raping Santa uh, with a carrot dick. Well... I am a Carpathian evil magician, <laughs> and I'm going to possess a new body to rush her in the year of evil, and I'm going to pick a one-year-old baby? Yeah. Yes. So I'm back going at, to pick a grown-ass yeah. man. So back at Peter's house, I'm Lewis more likely and to possess me are staying with Dana while she watches TV. She's like, oh, Peter got arrested, and then, you know, you guys don't have to wait for me. They don't mind. <laughs> this is when we see Oscar... She goes to check on Oscar. They don't want to leave not, her alone because right. the ghosts have been chasing her. That makes sense. Oscar, Oscar is not in his crib. from the bed to the window ledge? From the window to the, the wall. Because the sweat's dragging down his balls. All right, so Oscar is That then, was a very heavy sleeper. So Oscar <laughs> is then kidnapped by a flying Janos in a... It's Janos Poppins. Janos Poppins. <laughs> in a peri... What is it called? A periu or whatever? With a periwinkle. A pram? A pram. pram. <laughs> Hector's dead. <laughs> that's Prius. Oh, close enough. It's a car that saves on gas. That's Prius. Oh, damn it! It's a guy that busts people. <laughs> it's the pulp. No. <laughs> All right, Jeez, so uh, they lost me the the like second one there. <laughs> and Hector's dad. Yeah, that took me. A minute, but I Prius. Got but I got no, it. I got there. it right away. Okay. I'm with you. It took me like, a minute to figure out who Hector was, but they were talking about Troy. We're always talking about what other Hector are we talking about? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> exactly. No, no, Hector Bayordi from uh, now, Chef Bayordi. You might not always be talking about Troy because I have not good authority that men think about the Roman Empire, not every day. Not the Greek Empire. Every day. I think about Troy more. Every no Roman Empire. I asked John how many times a day he thinks about the Roman Empire and he won't tell me. I had already he's into that. Because. I had already seen that. But whole I want to know. On Instagram. I told it's her every day. She's like, I "You're not. Troy I don't believe you." I'm like, "Every day." No, you probably talk about it every day. You're not in our chats. At, Him I and Vic talk why, about it pretty much every that's day. That's why I wanted to know how many times he actually at thinks about the Roman day. Empire. At least once a day, me and Victor. I don't actually Roman think Empire. about the Trojan Empire. I think about the movie Troy because at least once a day, I call the dog by going Achilles. Well, that works. That checks out. All right, so Oscar's kidnapped by uh, Mary Janosch. <laughs> Is and it cool? It's Janosch Poppins. <laughs> He's the coolest. He's Janosch Poppins, y'all. He's Janosch Poppins, y'all. He's Janosch Poppins, y'all. I want a cup that says that. 
Christmas. His little ghost <laughs> pushing the preamble or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> it's called the preamble. It's the preamble. It's the beginning of the Constitution. It's the preamble, you lunatic. It's the preamble. <laughs> we the people. So at this psychiatric hospital, the Ghostbusters are being evaluated <laughs> by Vankman's brother. <laughs> Luckily. And so Peter's got his head down, and everybody's telling the story to the, the shrink. And finally gets to Peter, and he's like, I think these guys are completely nuts. I have no <laughs> I don't idea what, what you're talking, talking about. about. Also, why was I arrested? I was just having dinner at the restaurant. They accosted me. So Dana arrives. Who's the 80s? <laughs> <laughs> Who's the 80s, man? So Dana knows exactly where the baby went because it was Janos. So she goes right to the museum. And it's very windy, and there's a lot of paper flying around for some strange reason. A lot of paper. And it's as soon the as she, psychic energy in the air is making things staticky, which is making the trash float around, right. obviously. But so, as soon as she goes in the door. Word. So as she enters the museum, a cocoon of slime engulfs the museum. She ain't going no it's place. It's very late at night. Where's she going? And no she, way. And the museum is open. Because she's smart. Which it wouldn't be. But yes, it then does so, get encased in evil jello. Dana <laughs> finds Oscar... It tries to run with him, but he's levitated away by Vigo. Scourge of Carpath. And now slime hits the city, and ghosts are everywhere. Ghosts are causing havoc all over New York City. The Titanic arrives. Dogs and cats are literally living together. Better late than never. And the mayor says, get me the Ghostbusters. And his aide's like, oh, by the way, uh, I had them no. committed. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> He was, they were going to ruin the election. Which it seems like I know right where they are. I had them committed, so let's just go get them. So the mayor fires him. Yeah. And then he says, somebody go get me the Ghostbusters. Because Fiora the Guardian told him, go get the Ghostbusters. Solid advice. They look outside and the mayor, um, geez, uh, yeah, I already said that. And it all makes sense now. Ray says, Vigo wants in the 21st century. He needs to inhabit a body. Little Oscar must be it. We're the only ones that can stop him. You got it. Again, a baby's a weird choice. <laughs> it is a weird choice. Is it easier to oust you're the soul of a baby? Yeah. So the boys show up in full um, Ghostbusters regala. I feel like that means the season of evil doesn't start for another, and what, everybody, 15 years? Everybody in New York is behind them, all behind lines, screaming and cheering Unless for them. Unless it's like that boss baby. But Nothing happens. Those, so and they and turn on the Ghostbusters <laughs> very quickly. They're like, boo! I was like, damn, guys, we shot once. Give us a second. It's New York. <laughs> so inside, Yano's There's a lot of bad vibes. Yeah. What happens when they drive away? Oh, shit. Oh, that's when the shit thrown at the really car. Happens. Yeah, right? Yano's is trying to convince Data the, the perks of being the mother of a living god. Mm. A nice apartment. Mm. Little parking. So the Ghostbusters are unable to get through, and they're like, we just don't have enough juice. Ray can't believe there's not enough positive energy in this old burnt-out Berg. Which is a nice little thing he says there. And they're like, what we need to do is have something that inspires them. It's like the Santa Claus. Something pure. We have to run the sleigh. Five years ago, a giant monster marshmallow man. Yeah. Killed a bunch of people. So definitely not that. <laughs> killed a bunch of people. There's no way he didn't kill a bunch of people when he was walking so through the city. definitely not that. He stepped on a church during so an then, apocalypse. So Probably and I'm a New Yorker. I've seen some shit. I saw Marshall No one steps man. on a church in my and town. And all of a sudden I see a giant statue come to life. I'm not cheering. I'm moving to Jersey. No. <laughs> I'm moving. So that's when we look at the old New York license plate. Which is funny because right around now is when they changed from, you don't know this, but there was like a yellow license plate from New York. This is in and, Ghostbusters 1. Yes. Yeah. 
this is right around the time that they switched. So not everybody had that. Mm. Mm. So they don't have those anymore. And you can't even special order them? You probably could special order anything. Yeah. Well, no, but like, I wonder if they still have that plate, that, but you have to pay extra like for it. Like a vintage one, probably. Yeah. Like, like if you want the special one for horseback like riding or like the I fire the department. one. They had a really ugly, like that yellow one in the first one. That just looked bad on cars, but that white one was, was, it was good. That looked nice. When I had my it's first li- car, that plate. was a license plate. The yellow one? No. The, the statue. Oh. Hmm. Or like you can get the Virginias for lovers. I like my Protect the Pollinators one. It's got flowers and bees. And... <laughs> so um, they get inspired to Statue of Liberty. So we go to Liberty Island, which let me tell you, even if you eliminate traffic, getting from where they <laughs> oh, were they could have been to the Statue of Liberty, like, it's going to take a minute. They, they have the resources. <laughs> then they of... had to walk back. <laughs> they have the resources. Uh... And so they're inside the Statue of Liberty. I don't know what I thought they were going to do. And they rigged up a PA system. I did not think and they were going to do that. And Peter gets somebody says, how many of you out here today tonight are a national monument? Oh, oh you missed. You missed it. Say that again, Carly. <laughs> Say that. I said, I don't know what I thought they were going to do when they said, we need the symbol. I did not expect them to get the Statue of Liberty to walk <laughs> back to the museum. Like, I, I don't it know what a, I thought was going to happen. It is a wild situation. <laughs> it's wild, but it's also fairly iconic, and it's funny that she doesn't know that that's what happened. <laughs> Even without ever seeing the movie. Because there's plenty of movies I haven't seen, but I know some of the iconic parts about, and it's kind of funny that she doesn't know that they make the Statue of Liberty walk. Well, I saw this I in the theater, so yeah. I knew it was And coming. I was surprised. I was I like, that's what they're doing? That's what they're doing? That's what they're I just was so excited that the Nintendo controller was used. Was, oh, we'll get to that. That was freaking out. So Ray and Winston spray the inside of the Statue of Liberty with positively charged slime. And slime they fucked. <laughs> See our previous... Fuck slime. Everybody wants that fuck slime. Yeah. So they... Yeah, it's Egon's special slime. Yeah, it's got bits of Egon in it. <laughs> Egon, but he's not forgotten. Ah! And needless to say, if you spray the inside of the Statue of Liberty with uh, Egon's sperm slime... She wakes up quick. <laughs> like, this, this statue of Liberty's like, like, bam, oh, your love. love. <laughs> She's fucking walking, dude. Like, wow. Yeah, I expected like a, Egon's love? I expected it you to take a little while. Yeah. No, she's you up and ready. You know who else got spray, sprayed with Egon's special slime? Ray and Yano. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. And they're happy right, about so it. So they play Jackie Wilson with the Nintendo controller. And this is not the little Nintendo controller. This the is advantage. the big one. This is the joystick yeah. Nintendo controller. I knew one person with this thing, and they were the coolest. Yeah. Because they had the giant Nintendo controller. Was this cooler than the Power Glove? Yes. Way cooler. Because this thing actually worked. It had a joystick. It was a joystick, giant buttons, and it worked because it was connected to the Nintendo. And it wasn't fair, because when you're playing games, they had the joystick. You also had a turbo button. Quickly. You could click it over to turbo, so instead of going like this, you could just hold the button down. Did you have this? No. <laughs> I don't think I did. I had, really little, I had the little. You clearly played with it. I had the little one. Yeah, my friends had it. Tommy, <laughs> Tommy, I'm sure Tommy had it. He had everything. But I had, I had the little one that came out that was really cool. That had the turbo buttons, but I didn't have the joystick one. Did you see his face? I'm sure Tommy had it. Tommy had everything. Well, they had all kinds of fucking. They had all the nest paraphernalia. <laughs> Just wait for that to subside. Okay, sorry. Okay, so Ray and Winston. <laughs> So now they, they drive the Statue of Liberty with a Nintendo controller mm-hmm. because it was 1989. Yep. And somehow the slime and the statue were all connected via a, PA, a PA, PA system. P- 
PA system. system. Keep drinking. Thank you. <laughs> and a Nintendo controller. Right. How did they hook up electronics to slime? Science. Uh, with his dick. I mean, they did right, so toast bread up. with slime. Because that toaster was not plugged in. Nor was there bread in it. <laughs> so Lewis does magical stuff. Well, Lewis yes, up he does. Spangler, jumpsuits and puts the proton pack on and he ends up to help the guys. And the Ghostbusters are now walking... Good. ...are now walking through the streets of New York in the Statue of Liberty. And they're singing um, higher and higher. This song's not that long. <laughs> they had this it's motherfucker on repeat. They should have played some Dolly. <laughs> they couldn't get the rice to Dolly yeah, <laughs> because Dolly. Yeah. She would she would let him have it. Dolly's a kind woman. <laughs> right. Um so Lewis I'm sure the rest of her music is not Lewis is running through town like with his proton pack and the little shooter thing out and decides to take the bus. He's got his earmuffs on. And the bus driver is Slimer and he goes, I didn't know you had your license. And Slimer's like, get in. He's like Okay. But he takes him right where he needs to go. And as the new year approaches, we see Vigo is starting to inhabit Oscar. And just then, the guys show up in the Statue of Liberty, and it starts to break the cocoon because they got the positive vibes going. Everybody outside started cheering because the one time that anybody in New York's ever happy is New York. I mean, uh, New Year's Eve. Although it is pretty, I mean, not going to lie. If you saw a giant Statue of Liberty do some major destruction to a to a building, he probably cheered. So, and they're like, <laughs> drop the hammer, Libby! Do it! So she breaks the top of the museum with the, the torch, torch, and then she just dies. She should have thrown the book at him. And then they all <laughs> repel. Pretty fun. Gotta toss it in. <laughs> and they all repel down Fuck from yeah. the torch. <laughs> and then they repel down, and um, Peter says, Happy New Year. And Janos goes, Behold, tis Vigo. You're like the buzzing of flies to him. Oh, Johnny, you uh, back the wrong horse. Would you host him, please? Because they look back and there's nobody in the painting. <laughs> He's like, oh. So this is when they got um, Egon's nut juice all over Janos. Would this qualify as super sperm? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and there's one down on the ground. They like to rhyme all the time. Yeah. They better show it before they blow it. Whoa. All right. Um, just seems that all is one, and Vigo has, a, has flown the coop, if you will. Vigo shows up and captures Dana with hoses. Yeah. Ties her up. So they try to grab, help her, and Peter gets charge of Oscar, who runs away, puts him down, and then leaves. Hides behind hides him. him. A couple Terribly. Boxes. So just stay this here. This was pretty much uh, the disappearing baby trick from Willow, only not as well executed. <laughs> so still while you're taking a pee pee. <laughs> so now Vigo paralyzes all of the Ghostbusters with magical lighting. Mm-hmm. And Vigo has the biggest shoulder pads I've ever seen. So These then, are like NFL shoulder pads, but no jersey so over time. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. So Vigo uses the magical lightning, paralyzes them, then he uses his magical powers to move everything out of the way and picks up the baby, okay? Uh I need to transfer my consciousness into a baby. But I'm six and a half feet tall, and I'm holding... No, no. I'm holding the baby. (laughs) I think I need to leave the baby on the floor. Yeah. Because when I transfer my incorporeal being into the baby... What's holding the baby up? (laughs) He can fly. It's a marble floor, and this is the baby. He can fly. 
Do you want to start the season of evil with brain damage? He could fly for the third time with a kick. So, Vigo makes a beeline for baby Oscar. Moves the shit out of the way. Picks him up. Yada, yada, yada. And this is when um, Venkman is like, I got to do something. But he's paralyzed. He goes, hey, you, uh, the bimbo with the baby. Only a Carpathian would come back now and pick New York. Tasty pick, bonehead. If you had brain one in that huge melon of yours, you'd be living it up in the beautiful Southern California's San Fernando Valley. So then Vigo shoots a mouth ray. Oh, he's from Carpathian Mountains. He might not want to be in beautiful Southern California. He probably, where doesn't, know, fuck. He probably doesn't know half of what he just said. <laughs> Also, he's like, what he's did he say? I don't know. a painting that's been transferred from museum to museum. I'm still trying to figure out how he speaks English. Yeah. It's not like he we'll picked this place. Well, if his spirit's Ooh. been inhabiting this painting, he probably has absorbed lots of knowledge and languages from the various places he's been hanging for the last hundred couple years. And I wonder if he he's, has nothing better to do. I wonder if he's met Mannequin. Wow. She was, a, she was in a painting for a little while, too. Maybe they were buddies. Not like that. Hmm. I don't anyway. know. He tried to rape so him as he's trying to meld with Oscar, the singing of um, "Old uh, Lang Syme." Yeah, is which no one knows the words to. So how the fuck does the whole population of New York City should old acquaintance it. be forgotten? I never understood the words. It never brought to mind. <laughs> yeah, how many more words do you know? That's it. It's only because I have married with Sally. Yeah, nobody knows all A the words. A lot of the words. the words are just "Old Lang Syme." Like, yeah. Two old legs on my He's like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. We'll take a cup of kindness. Oh, wow, okay. Carly does. So the answer to your question is Carly. <laughs> all right. First of all, Carly's an unusual fellow. <laughs> Carly's a fellow? I'm, the, I'm pretty sure that's not true. <laughs> Last time I checked. Apparently I do know more of the words. <laughs> So, who knows the words to that? Carly. Carly. <laughs> the answer is Carly. All right. And the population of New York in 1989. That's it. All right. <laughs> so, I'm Googling what are the words to Old Lang Syne. So, I've got what are the words to. And the number one thing is the Suits theme song. Then the Pledge of Allegiance. Wow. <laughs> the Nice Creed to Oliver Anthony's song. To the Apostles' Creed, to Pop Goes the Weasel. <laughs> These are the most popular Google searches. <laughs> to Taps, to the Lord's Prayer. This is weird. Hey, what the, what are the words to Pop the Weasel? It's da 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 Socks and pop goes the weasel. Is that a, is that a dick joke? <laughs> no, his sock. Like he it, went to pull up his socks and pop goes the weasel. What happens? Mm-hmm. That's a dick joke. Yeah. I thought it was the, the monkey weasel. thought was all in fun, but pop goes the there weasel. There are. Whoa. <laughs> there, talking about some monkey rape? There As are, in like it ate it or something. <laughs> we ate it. I thought the I thought pop goes the weasel meant the weasel escaped. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> See, there's we don't fucking know. That's one of those things there's different versions of as um, because it's been around for a long time. By this conversation. <laughs> it's kind of a little bit like the game telephone, depending on where That's you like are. That's like the song that, uh, so the thing that they're whistling in Breakfast Club, that... 
Okay. Well, when I first heard that was about Hitler's nuts. Oh. So Pop goes, yeah. Pop goes the weasel is in Cockney rhyming slang, so mm-hmm. none of it means anything that we think it does. Weasel means coat, and Pop means getting stolen. Oh, okay. So, oh. so Pop goes the weasel when someone sells so, coat. So, so if the monkey stopped to pull up the so, socks. Are you taking a piss? It's all, who the hell it means he walked down the street for fucking Cockney <laughs> and got think, a beer. Like, I think Tony's <laughs> taking a piss. <laughs> he's, he's all around the mulberry bush, you know. <laughs> He stuck a feather in his hat and called it macaroni, for God's wow. sake. Wow, there are... That's Yankee Dude. Yeah. That song is also making fun of Americans. verses to this song. Yes. Okay. So anyway, can I we... I we are two. right at the goddamn end of this fucking movie. Can we stop with the weasels and the bopping and the macaroni? No. Nobody said macaroni but you. Uh-oh. Well, I want to be involved. So as he's trying to fucking meld, this kills Vigo is the positive vibes. And he drops the baby and Peter catches him. Yeah. Well, it doesn't kill him, but it, it steals some of his power because he's been his power is it's, boosted by the slime. Right, evil. Mm-hmm. It's evil. It's boosted by evil. Like fruits of the devil. Bad vibes. Yeah. So anyway, Lewis shows up and hits the proton pack and is shooting the slime. And doing nothing. But they, mm-hmm. he doesn't know that. No, neither do the people who are watching. And we see that Vigo's now back in the painting, and they're like, oh, he's back in the painting. And they pick up Yano, um, and they start shooting the proton pack and the slime at the painting. And that kills him. And well, Ray's first, possessed. First so he possesses Ray, but then he's fine. Right. And it blows, the, blows him up in the painting, because whatever. Yeah. Because we got to end this movie. Because we should have just caught him and threw him in a truck. Perhaps it... Closes the dimensional door that this painting was. Sure. So, and now they see Ray, who's covered in slime, is like, I love you guys. Because he's covered in positive slime. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So they go and pick up Yano. She goes, he's like, hey. And Ray's like, hey, man, you know something? I love you. He goes, yeah, I love you too. <laughs> um, Winston looks back at the painting, and it's the Ghostbusters in Roman togas. That's twice today. <laughs> And they're like, oh, well, it looks like a little uh, Fiel della Francesca. And Peter says, it looks like one of the fettuccines. And whatever. Cue the music. I already did it wrong once. I'm afraid of no ghost. Mm-hmm. And what do you think? Tony. All right. My favorite character is a four-way tie between the Ghostbusters because they're all awesome. Oh, wow. My least favorite character is Janusz because he's a creeper before he's possessed. <laughs> My favorite scene is the court scene because fuck yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> My favorite line is the female lawyer says, so what you're saying is that the world of the supernatural is your exclusive province? And Venkman says, kitten, I think what I'm saying is, is that sometimes shit happens, someone's got to deal with it, and who are you going to call? My favorite tertiary object is proton packs. So, really? It's not the Nintendo thing? No, it's a Proton Pack. I've had Nintendo things. Yeah, Carly. So, Get your hat out of your ass. So I remember... Are Proton Packs tertiary? I remember... <laughs> I wouldn't. They're not used as much in this as you would think. No, they're not. They really don't catch my ghost. Um, I, I remember not being as into this movie after I watched it before. Watching it today, I really was enjoying it a lot more than I thought I did. So I will yay it. Which I didn't expect to, but I really, really got into it. All right. Carly? All right. My favorite character is Winston. Because I love Winston. Strong Winston. Winston. My least favorite character was also Yamush. Yeah. My favorite scene 
was when they went to vi- to go find the river of slime. When they, not through the ground, but when they went to the subway. In the tunnels, yeah. My favorite line was, and dig this, there was a prophecy just before his head died. His last words were, death is but a door, time is but a window, I'll be back. Which is why I knew that when we did it, because I had just written it in the car. I, I, I figured that was a big line for you, and she's like, wow, she got that on the first one. <laughs> <laughs> Having only seen the movie once. <laughs> and my favorite tertiary object, I like the way they did the ghosts. The ghosts? Yeah. Because they were kind of tertiary and were called Ghostbusters. Yeah. <laughs> Dennis Which Muren. is odd. Um, well, technically, Vigo was a ghost. Um. But... But he was my least favorite of the ghosts. I like yeah. the way they did the other. Not Slimer yeah. either. Yeah. The, no, the ghosts. The one yeah. that comes out of the... courtroom ghosts and... The one that comes out of the movie The Titanic. Yonish Poppins, y'all. And, you know, like... Yonish I, <laughs> I like the... Those... those The way they did those ghosts. And I'll also get it. I, All right. I think... I, I told Tony, I have a hot take. I might like this more than the first one. Whoa, that's not right. <laughs> That's what he told oh, me. Oh, that reminds me. I didn't do my reviews. One of them said they like it better than the first one. He like, told me that guy. I was wrong. <laughs> I said, well, that's your opinion. It's just like your opinion, man. Elaine? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> my favorite character is Egon, because I love Egon. Mm-hmm. Uh, my least favorite character is Venkman. Because he's too swarmy for me. <laughs> and I really like Janos. I don't know why. <laughs> Um, my favorite scene is the courthouse. To quote Tony, fuck yeah. <laughs> um, I just love that. It's so great. It's such Tony a good says, scene. cool ass. No, he just said fuck yeah. Um, my favorite line is a classic. Do. <laughs> I love that. Everybody does. Uh, it's so magical. And there's nothing, there's a lot of great lines in this movie. It is a very well written script. And there's a lot of funny bits, but there's just nothing as delightful as when they do Ray Egon. And Egon's face, when he says Egon, is just so, he's so proud of himself for this joke. And as someone who's also proud of themselves when they make a good joke, I just, it resonates with me. My favorite tertiary object is Cheech Marin's face when the Titanic comes back. Oh, yeah. Use because I love the way. It's not him. It's the facial expression that he makes as he's so dumbfounded. It's just lovely. Because the Titanic comes back. The ghosts are coming out, but the Titanic's there. You're like, Better late than wow. never. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they're coming out of the hole. Yeah, coming out of the hole on the side. I feel Long. like I haven't seen this in a while. And I was wondering and I was wondering if it was one of those things where it's just not as delightful as you think it is. But it is. <laughs> it's a really good time. And it is slightly different than the first one, tonally, and it's more about a specific evil spirit than, I guess that would be a poltergeist. Than about general ghosts. Than about general ghosts busting. Mm-hmm. But um, it's busting. really delightful, so I'm, I'm happy to watch it Man, over feel and over. All right, so yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, my favorite character is Egon. Because he's great. Yeah. My least favorite character is the mayor's aide. Oh, okay. mm. um, my favorite scene is when the Ghostbusters go to the museum. All of them for the first time to take pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite tertiary object is Bobby Brown's haircut. <laughs> yeah. And my favorite line, see, this is something s- sentimental because me and my cousin Jason just hate to each other all the time. It is Vigi, 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 you have been a bad monkey. Okay. It's not a great it's line, but we just, we were <laughs> okay? I like that line, though. And it's a good line, and it's just something me and Jason say to each other. It's funny how often your favorite things in older movies relates to your cousin Jason. See if any idea that 
you love him this much. <laughs> or that or that not always to... my cousin. Sometimes <laughs> my cousin Tommy. Well, but I feel like... It has a lot to do with my cousins because that was my youth. I feel like you find him... Like, so many of your good memories are tied to him. I just... You should tell him that. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. All right, well... Please find us yeah, on Facebook.com slash the other I don't name my own movies. <laughs> movie podcast. You could. You could Some email on moviepodcast at gmail.com. That's not Ray Parker Jr. This is go shit. This oh, is Ghostbusters snap. 2. And the whole two people who have ever emailed us. I haven't picked a Halloween movie yet. If you have an idea. You have. Ben, I would like you and Nikki to, to weigh know. in on the babysitter sex issue. <laughs> <laughs> And tune in next week on the podcast for Tony's Halloween pick. So my Halloween pick, I was gonna do something, you know, I wanted to do Creep Show, but I rewatched it and I was like, this is a little cheesy. And I was like, I wanted to do the Twilight Zone, the movie, because there's some really cool parts, but half of the Twilight Zone is this really boring ass story. So I was like, is that like uh, the tri- the trilogy of terror, where just the one in the middle with the psychiatrist? You're like, what the fuck? Well, have you seen Have you seen Twilight Zone? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Twilight Zone. The, the kid that has infinity powers, that's a pretty cool story. And the plane one is awesome with John Lithgow. But yeah. that whole Nazi one is like fucking 45 minutes and it's boring as shit. Yeah, most of that is just, it's, I don't like movies like that where it's like, it's a bunch of stories put together. But either way, so I went ahead and I got, I saw this movie a while back and it was really good, um, called The Black Phone. It came out in 2021, it's with Ethan Hawke, and it's free on Amazon Prime. It's a... Child abduction movie, kinda, but it's it's got some other stuff and it. it's scary. The last Ethan Hawke movie we saw was that one with the end of the world thing. Um, talking about the vampire one? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Thirty Days a Night. Thirty Days of no. Night. Thirty Days of Slate. That's the vampire one. Thirty Days of Night didn't have Ethan Hawke. It's got a Josh Hartnett. Oh, yeah, it did have Josh Hartnett. Oh, well, you know what? We'll have to worry about that another day. Mm-hmm. Thank you, friends, for playing along. And remember, I am great.